Holman, I don't know how we're going to contain all the uh, the content in episode 195 of the Truck Show Podcast. I feel like we're already running long. No, we're, we're not going to contain it. We're already in like four hours. No, we no, haven't no, started no. yet. Well, I don't know why you want to contain it. We're going to have just have them press play and it's all going to come. It's like a dam breaking. There's just so much good stuff. <laughs> I feel like it is. Well, so, wow. I, I, I'm, I'm so energetic. I was just blown away in the parking lot outside of Motor Trend. Well, you were having a bad day. I was having a crappy day. You were day. like, I'm going to be late. There was a shooting on the freeway. I'm stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be there. And you thought I'd be in the studio already, but nope. I was sitting in the parking lot with a surprise. Normally, you are in the, the studio, and it's hot and dank, yeah. and you're on your last sip of your Dr. Pepper, That's and you're getting surly. Typically true. And I roll in, and you're printing email, and just, let's start the show. But this time, he's outside. The breeze is flowing, and he's in a brand New freaking green frontier. Uh, tactical green. Tactical green Nissan Frontier. 2022. And I pull up and think, well, he's either going to tease me with it uh-huh. or he's going to tease me with it. There was no upside for me. I got just, I, the driver's seat was open. I said, I, get in. But I didn't perceive you, that. And I you just, went for a ride. And I, I took the truck for a drive. And you made me do a truck review. Uh, yeah, which we'll get to after we uh, start the show. <laughs> and in, in hindsight, was that a bad idea? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you didn't have to. I mean, you spent a lot of time uh, focusing on funny things. I. It's the little things that make a truck for me. You know what I mean? Right. Because I know. All right. I know that the frontier is going to do all the normal truck stuff it's supposed mm-hmm. to. So I'm focused on all the little things that people might not notice when they're sitting in the dealership. You know what I'm saying? Or taking it for a test drive. I like all the little doodads. Okay. Well, is that, is that lame? No. Your review shows it. That's good. It's all so good. Do I need to apologize in advance? No, but before we get to uh, your uh, your truck review, which mm-hmm. will have the uh, the, the current uh, intro because we don't have a new one for you. What do you mean? You're going to make one? No. We're just going to recycle the one we normally have. It's just going to be you doing the review instead of me. We actually have two truck reviews. All right. So before we get into your review, mm-hmm. let's thank our sponsors. Of course, Nissan, who graciously gave us a 2022 Nissan Frontier because they told me... We want Lightning to have some seat time, so when he's doing our ads and doing our reads, first-hand knowledge, he's touched it, he's been in it, he's played with it. So uh, they said, take this to the studio, and I said, ooh, New Frontier? <laughs> of uh, course you are. And actually, uh, I went down to San Diego today, so I put 300 miles on that thing today. What? Yeah. I yeah. just put six on it right yeah, now, not, like not a whole lot. Yeah, I was, I, was, uh, I was really impressed with it. So anyway, if you're the market for a new truck, mm-hmm. Nissan has you covered. Either in the mid-sized market with a 2022 Nissan Frontier, which is available right now from your local dealership, or if you need a bigger truck, the Nissan Titan, the Nissan Titan XD. Both trucks have zero-gravity seats, spray and bed liners, utility audio system. Which you listen to. I, well, it's not on the tape. It's not on the tape. It's not on the tape because we're, we can't replay music that we don't right. have the copyright right. to. But Holman went through some stuff, some music that I don't normally listen to, some string-forward music. Well, I have a bunch of stuff that has, uh, it's everything from country to rap Very to, dynamic music yeah, is what I call it. A I'd lot say. of vocals, a lot of bass, a lot of strings or horns, things like that to kind of mix it up where a lot of stuff's happening at once, and I, I use it to listen. So I, it's actually a playlist I have uh, called Audio Test, and I use it in every vehicle that I go through because it's, it's again, so dynamic. Lots of stuff going on where uh, you can usually tell at the higher end, a lot of systems lose clarity, especially in strings and vocals. I hate it. Did not lose any clarity. And the staging was, as I have said in many other podcasts, close my eyes. The singer is on the dashboard where she should be. Should not be behind you. You yep. know what I mean? T- ten speakers in that little frontier. And you can feel the sub. You don't just hear it. You no, feel it. No, you can see the the mirror rattle and, and vibrate with mm-hmm. the with the uh, with the bass. So no, it's it's a great system. Uh, that system, again, same system that's in the uh in the Titan. 
Our Frontier that we test was a Pro 4X, so it comes with the Bilsteins and skid plates and tow hook. All right, so uh, if you're looking for a truck, head over to NissanUSA.com. You can build and price your Titan. You can build and price your Frontier. Is it a spoiler that I am impressed? Uh, I hope not. I hope that you would be impressed. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't. Were you scared? Were you worried like you wouldn't be impressed? No, 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 no. I wasn't. I wasn't worried. I was just a. I have the what inability have, to articulate my feelings. What would have happened if you decided, oh, this is an awful truck? I guess we wouldn't be talking about it now. <laughs> but you would have just been, I can't talk about it anymore. I just, I think. Listen, guys. I already whatever the to, vehicle is, I went to Cerritos Nissan, and I already sat in one, so it's not like I wasn't familiar with it. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, get I that. went, but I hadn't driven it. But I here's didn't, the thing: I didn't. Yeah. Lightning's a vehicle snob. So if Lightning likes it, that's true. That's there's a pretty good chance that you're gonna like it. So again, head on down to your local Nissan dealer. Uh, hopefully they have them in stock because they're going like crazy right now. But uh, call first. Yeah, phone them first. Or just go down there. Yeah, okay. Or just do that. And sit in somebody's uh, frontier in the service drive, get an oil change or something <laughs> like that. And I was impressed. I guess I don't want to give too much away, but we went over some railroad tracks. Super buttery smooth. Well, and you were you know going back and forth, cut doing cuts on the street and mm-hmm. taking corners way too fast and all that good stuff. <laughs> and and you had remarked the how nice the ride is. Yeah, I think that's due to the Bilsteins, isn't it? Of course it is. And you know what? The manufacturers that know about ride quality, know about Bilsteins, you can get them on Nissan Titans, of course the Frontier, Ram TRX, the new Ford Bronco. When manufacturers want the best shocks, they choose Bilstein. They are the ones that developed the monotube shock all the way back in 1955, and they've been around since 1873. Isn't that before cars? Uh, it's definitely after dinosaurs. Okay. Is it right before horses or after horses? Uh, also after horses. I okay. think horses were very early in the <laughs> transportation evolution. Uh, but could you imagine your horse-drawn carriage if it had Bilsteins on it and not those like leaf springs that the uh, the shoe farer, farrier would uh, construct out of uh, black pieces of iron while molten hot? I don't know. In that age, would they have would, was Bilstein in that market? Were they doing carriages? <laughs> I don't horses think horses carriages. Don't think they were doing. Well, horses carriages, yes. Well, I mean, uh, but ho- horse-drawn carriages, yeah. no, probably. So they not. were doing they were doing shock absorbers you know, and dampers for steam-powered vehicles. Something funny is somebody else will say, "Oh, the first Bilstein was on this," and we'll be really impressed. But listen, you don't need to know when the first Bilstein made it to some sort of piece of transportation. What you need to know is that if you're looking for a great ride, you need Bilsteins. And by the way, Bilstein has full coverage for all popular trucks and vehicles today, including direct replacement, performance leveling kits, all the way up to race parts. All you have to do is head on over to Bilstein.com. So, Holman, were you caught in the torrential rainstorm that happened, that, that freak storm last night? It was not a freak storm. That was a bunch of uh, thunderstorms and unhappy weather coming up from Mexico. I guess it's a monsoonal flow, which is super weird, I guess, for this time of year. But uh, we got deluged yesterday with a... It was like two or three hours of awesome lightning storms right at dusk to uh, about 9 o'clock I at mean, night. Look, in, in, in Southern California, we're pansies. We're not used to that type of thing. It happens all over the world. It's just not well, very often where we are. And I've been told also that in the Midwest, there's no mountains to compress the clouds. Mm-hmm. So they're like sixty to 100,000 feet tall, these massive thunderstorms and thunderheads. In Southern California, because we have the mountains and the way the wind blows and stuff, they're only like 30,000. So it's rare for us to get a good thunderstorm, even more rare to get a a big one like we had yesterday. And the that lightning was, awesome. was incredible. Anyway, so I, I, I'm with Matt, or one of our engineers, and we're walking There's out. It's a joke. I'm leaving alone there. I, you no, see I that? I didn't, I didn't even do anything with it. No, no. I just went right past went it. Right past it. Yeah. Okay. On purpose. I saw it there. I let it lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. It was like a dead body. I just walked over and kept going. Okay. Okay. So then uh, I get with Matt, and um, he goes out. He's got like a 67, I don't know, it's a super patinaed uh, LS-powered wagon, and uh, he's into hot rod and stuff. And we walk out there, and it's it's pouring freaking rain right now. And he gets in there, rolls, he closes the door, 
and I'm closing the bay door behind him, and and I all hear is this. Starter will not turn over the car, and one of his wind his windshield is now leaking on him. So he, the gasket around his windshield is leaking through straight down onto his lap. So not only can he not get this thing started because his battery is dust, it's leaking on him. And I'm thinking. That boy is going to go straight to AutoZone to pick up a uh, Duralast battery. Uh, nope, he's getting a ride to AutoZone. Well, I, I, <laughs> did, did I you took give him a ride? Home. I took him home, yeah. You didn't take him to AutoZone? When I was, it was, this is 11 o'clock at night. I'm not aware of them staying open that late. But he did go to AutoZone today. As a matter of fact, there's one right down the street from work. So Did he uh, pick up a Duralast Pro Power, a Pro Power Plus, a Pro Power Ultra? I wasn't or a with Pro him. Pro Power AGM. I, I don't know. I wasn't with him, but I do know that he did go to AutoZone and he came back with a Duralast battery, but I was not with him this afternoon. So On my uh, flat fender, went with the Duralast Pro Power Ultra because uh, I wanted more starting power for extreme climates, which is my garage, mm-hmm. and uh, power hungry applications, which is just a distributor cap and rotor. I mean, what would you have gotten if you were Matt and you've got an LS? In a, I, mean, I, would, in a wagon. I would I would get that anyway. So the, the Duralast Pro Power Ultra comes with a five year warranty, three year free replacement, two year prorated, and nationwide roadside assistance for two years. Proven performance with up to 1,000 cranking amps and designed to outperform the OE for customers who need more starting power. You know what sucked is that we had to roll the bay door back open and then push him in in the pouring rain. So you got wet. Uh, and I got wetter after that. So check this out. We we leave, we get in the truck. I, I steal the truck from work and we're going home and I'm on the 605 freeway, uh, one of the north-south freeways in Southern California here. And, and I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how long it's going to be until I see an accident because it just started raining. And when it rains, no one can drive. Literally, it had been raining at my house. I live next to a fire department, yep. to the fire station. And it had been raining about six seconds when the first uh, siren started. Yeah. So, I'm like, seriously, you guys? We're, we're cruising along and I get to, um, I don't know, it's Beverly or one of those. It's about, I don't know, 10 minutes from work. And, and I roll up and there's a car between the carpool lane and the, and the number one lane. And it's straddling two lines with the blinkers on. And the light's on, and it's not moving, and cars are going around it, but no one's stopping. So I just go around. I'm thinking the guy, dead battery. And look, all the airbags had oh, gone Oh, yeah. Off. He spun up and probably hit the All uh, the airbags had gone off. So I pull over in front of the dude, and I back up, and I'm against the K-rail in the center divider. And I walk up, and I and I re- his window was down. And I reach in, and I lift the – and I don't know what I was going to see. I'm, we're the only – it was me and Matt. I lift up his, his driver's side airbag, and it, it's two dudes in there. And he goes, ah, oh, and he was totally shaken. Lifted up, and I look back, and he goes, my my wife, my wife, and she's she's badly injured. And I said, well, did you did you call did you call nine one one? He said, yeah, we already called. So anyway, for the next five seven minutes, I'm standing behind the car like a moron with a little, my little tiny flashlight, waving vehicles around until the uh, paramedic showed up. But that was my good deed for the day. Anyway, so I got soaked twice. Anyway, yes, that was a Duralast flashlight. <laughs> it was a Duralast flashlight. Yes, it was. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right, listen, if you need a new battery, uh, you've got the Duralast- Or Duralast flashlight. <laughs> Duralast Pro Power Ultra. Do you think they're powered by Duralast batteries? I have the a feeling they are, okay. yes. Uh, the Duralast Pro Power Ultra, which we just talked about. We also have the Duralast Pro Power Plus, which is uh, ruggedly dependable for the most extreme conditions. That's a two-year warranty, uh, free replacement. Uh, meets or exceeds OE. There's the Duralast Pro Power, reliable battery with basic starting for your value-conscious customer. Uh, and then, of course, there's the Duralast Pro Power AGM for the customer with a vehicle that came in with an AGM, absorbed glass matte battery for high-demand vehicles with additional accessories. Uh, the AGM batteries are great. They're designed to provide maximum starting power with deep cycle capability. They're leak-proof and non-spillable for safer maintenance-free power, constructed for greater vibration resistance and enhanced durability, cycles more and recharges faster, two times the cycle life of conventional batteries. Greater durability in severe conditions meets OE specs for start-stop technology. 
uh, three-year warranty, free replacement, plus national roadside assistance for two years. The ProPower AGM is the one you want if you got a truck. And I'm imagining most people listening to this show have a truck. What makes you think that? DuralastParts.com. Or hit your local auto zone. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck. Because truck rides with truck show we have the lifted we have the lowered and everything in between we'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline the truck show the truck show the truck show it's the truck show with your hosts lightning and holman yes it is all right, Holman, what is first on the agenda for episode 195 of Truck Show Podcast? I think we'll go into the uh, lightning reviews a truck. Oh, a truck review. Truck review. <laughs> yeah. Roll the golden dragon truck nuts. All right, lightning just pulled up, and he doesn't know that he's going to be a part of a new segment tonight called uh, Lightning Reviews a Truck. And uh, This is not fair. What? Why do you have this truck? Uh, because Why you're going to be you? doing a new segment called Lightning Reviews a Truck. So your job, I'm not going to say anything, yeah. is to review this truck. Okay, so this is my mic here? Yep. Mm-hmm. So you know that I suck at these. Yes. And you still want to do this? Nope, but I figured that it would take up some time and uh, entertain people. Okay. You're the expert at this. You have 15 I, minutes. I'm the color guy, okay? You I have 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Oh, 15 minutes of seat time in the new frontier. Okay. All right, so it's hard to judge the color of this because we're under these really ugly, like, sodium lights. Are you saying that we do the podcast at night? Uh, Well, yes, in this case we are, yeah. I am digging the green color. I don't think, is this new for 21? Yes, this is called tactical green. That would explain why I haven't seen it. Okay, I really enjoy the door panels. It's funny because I follow a couple car stereo guys. Yeah. One out of Texas that does these really interesting bespoke door panels. This is like something that he would do. So what do you notice about the door panel? Uh, first thing is it's got a cup holder down below, which I okay. really like. Next to the Fender Audio. Oh, yeah. This Fen- one has the Fender Audio. The Fender system. logo right yep. here, yes. Uh, and I really like this accent piece. Now, I can't tell if this is a grill up top for a tweeter. No, it's, this is just an accent. Just accent. The, they're orange on the cloth seats, and it's more subdued. This lava, basically this lava red that's on the logo. Right. Th- there's lava red accents throughout on the cloth model. You know, this one's a leather model, so basically this one has the piano black, the metallic. Everywhere. I'm loving it. So this piano black, and it's got a little bit of a speckle in it, and there's an interesting geometric shape in the door panel. And I'm going to point out some of the small things because you know that's what I did. You have 15 minutes, Lightning. I'm going to do, okay, well, I'll forget the door panel. All right, closing the, what? Wait. Yeah. Wait Sounds a great. second. All right, hold on. Hold on a second. No, you hold on a second. Hold on, wait. All right, so this one, just that's so like you know. a sports car actually, sound. This is a 2022. Frontier Pro 4X, so this is uh, basically loaded. This one has the charcoal leather interior, the Pro 4X package, mm-hmm. the tech package, which comes with uh, lane departure, blind spot, rear cross track, cross traffic alert, rear sonar, all that kind of stuff for safety. Right. It's uh, $990. It's got the Pro convenience package, which is uh, spray and bed liner, utility track, 120 volt power outlet, all that kind of good stuff, heated steering wheel, seats, all that stuff. So that's, uh, Hold on, that's $1,990. And then the Pro premium package, which adds the Fender Premium Audio with 10 speakers, leather front and rear seats, home link, auto dimming mirror, all that stuff. So this thing fully loaded, out the door, including destination handling, 44315 
By the way, funny because I saw a friend post at the local Toyota dealership. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, one-year-old uh, uh, TRD off-road for fifty-one thousand <laughs> on their <laughs> oh lot. God. So this one is a uh, forty-four three fifteen. This has the moonroof also. This um, is amazing. Now I love how they carried the geometric what? pattern up into the above the Pro 4X in the center portion. Why of the did seat. you get out of the truck? Because I I felt a pattern on my on my back. All right. Well, I'm and shutting. I wanted to get, okay. I'm shutting the door. I, I got back out because I wanted to see that. I didn't right. take a good look. Oh, look. They carried the pattern down into the... Um, That's where the wireless... Your uh, wireless charging, charging pad. Port. Okay. Yep. All right. Got it. Right. Closing the door for the last time. Now you're down to 12 minutes. Damn. That sounds good. Can I start it? Yes. All right. All right. So you've got the AC running already. All right. Let me do we'll my... We'll turn it off for audio's sake. Okay. I'm going to do the seatbelt. Oh, look at this. It's got the adjustable um, seatbelt. That's yep. cool because there are a lot of GM trucks that I've been familiar with. The new with ones don't have that. That do not have that. Yep. So I'm trying to do this one hand here. The wrong hand. I'm trying to clip myself in. Lightning okay. is uh, strapped in. We won't lose him in an accident. Okay. Let's do the uh, brake. All right. All right. What do you feel like? Visibility, seating position. So first thing I notice. Over. All right. Let me let me see what the adjustments are. I normally roll pretty low. Yeah. You know, I I do the lean back because you're from Long Beach. But that's how, that's how I roll. Okay. So I've got it down. Great lumbar seats are really comfortable. I've sat in these before, so I'm a little, you know, I, I, I'm. We well, haven't sat in these before. I have not sat You've in these. Been in zero gravity seats before, but these are the Frontier zero gravities, not the Titans. So what I really like about the the center portion of the back in my uh, is this this is my uh, not the lumbar. What do you call this portion right here? Bolster. Bolster. Well, no, aren't these the bolsters about? on the sides right here? Yeah, what are you talking What's about? the center portion right here on the center? Your lumbar. My my lumbar, very soft but supportive. Okay, all right, let's go for a spin. I'm in drive. And so 3.8 liter, 310 horsepower, most standard uh, horsepower in its class, backed by a nine speed uh, Jacko automatic transmission. These are LED or HIDs? I don't. These are LEDs. Okay. Really, really crisp, like 6,000 Kelvin. They look good, but not blue. They're bright white. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. Over a triple set of railroad tracks right off the bat beautifully smooth so this has okay. the uh, bill steins on it so you get the bill steins from the factory okay i like the brakes i like the brakes i've got some play in the brakes which i like i don't like the ones not, where you just not play no, uh, not play it's it's uh there's well it's the pedals pedal being travel depressed. pedal thank you pedal travel is great it's not like a racing pedal where you hit it and it's just it's on or off this has got a good positive feel steering is is nice and heavy oh i like this you know i like heavy steering are you paying attention to how quiet it is? No, because you're talking. Really enjoying the dashboard, by the way. On these, on this new truck, uh, even though it's an adaptation of the old platform, the old frame, uh, it does have hydraulic uh, body mounts, cab mounts. Um, that's so that helps with the NVH. You'll notice how quiet. I like that I can hear the engine, but it's subtle. It feels strong. I do like the center console. I like the... They kept everything I'm familiar with in on the steering wheel itself. As far as the controls, they're most, right here. Most Nissans have this. Yeah, they're wheel. right here. So you've got your uh, up and down volume, track control, things like that, cruise control. Um, you can answer phone calls, things like that from your steering wheel. You I really like... There. Okay, here we go. Full throttle. Downshifts. We've got a 7100 redline. Oh, that's a good shift. And lighting hard on the brakes. Well, I had someone in front of us right here. Let's go up here. We'll make another U-turn. I'll do that. Uh, I'm going to whip it right here. Oh, great turning radius. Great turning radius. I am not used to that. Most of the trucks that I drive have 
horrific turning radiuses. Okay, we just radiuses or radii? A radii. Radii. All right, we're gonna do another. I'm gonna stop right here. We're gonna punch it to that stop sign about what is that? I don't know. Football field away? Yeah, probably. All right, here we go. I'm not gonna do a power break. I'm just gonna lift and hit the throttle. Late break. Here's the late break. That feels good. Yeah. I am impressed. Unlike some others in its class, it has uh, rear disc brakes, too. I really like the sound. And the feel is good. I, I have wonderful visibility. You, I mean, I was, I've heard you say this 80 times about this truck, but it wasn't until I really sit here and soak it in that there's nothing obstructing my my view the a pillar the b pillar is not in the way all right so what do you think about anything? the size the interior size well we're both decent size guys we're no like six footers but wide we, we are what's that we have wide side we by are, side but we are. we're not touching look our elbows are not touching nope we have plenty uh plenty of room i'm gonna go around the block yeah, one more time i feel like i'm in my space Okay, yeah, and what I, I... What did you put back there that is rubbing on the door panel going... Oh, that's my backpack. I apologize. I didn't know we were going for a ride. Let me see I if I can move it so it's okay. not making that noise so we can see just how quiet it is. Because okay. the nice thing about this cabin is there it, there is no noise. It's super, super quiet. I don't want to go too fast on this main street right here. There are a lot of uh, cops yes, in this area. Yes, there are. I'll take another right here at the uh, restaurant. This is going to sound silly. I really like the feel of the turn signal. It doesn't feel plasticky, like there's a ball bearing that's going to break off in the cylinder inside. It feels very positive. Why would there be a ball um, bearing inside your steering? There is. Your, there's a, there's inside a your uh, uh, turn signal stock. There, it's on not on the inside of the stock. It's on the. It, there's, it's got a detent, and that's uh -huh. the part that breaks. On which vehicles? Uh, not on this one, but I've had them break before. I've replaced. It's an assembly, and it's spendy. All right, I'm going to make one left right here, and then we'll do another 60. Were these donut marks out here, the uh, skid marks? Are that, is that from you? Not me. Okay. So I like the navigation. We've been, uh, out, of the corner of my, out of the corner of my eye, taking a look at this navigation. And well, here, you, let, me, let me plug in my phone, because this okay. has standard CarPlay. Well, I do like the factory nav. Big, bold, uh, easy to read, vivid yeah, colors. A lot, lot of detail on it. Your inky guys. blacks, as you like to say. But there are inky blacks. They're very, the, very The nice. black is almost an absence of light. It's not like where the other ones are, like, washed out. It's a good, because, has a good contrast ratio yeah. to it. All right, I'm plugging in my iPhone. So All right, let's see, see what uh, the CarPlay looks like. Oh, wow. See how vivid it is and crisp? That looks outstanding. Yeah, it's a great screen. That's one thing I will say is that the uh, the Titan and the Frontier have a fantastic screen on them. And I like they've got big knobs, knobs. easy to grab onto. Yep. yep. So you're, you're off-road, you're bouncing around, going over ruts and whatnot. You can still adjust. You don't even have to look for it. All I do is reach straight out and I can grab the volume or change the station, whatever. It's right there. The same thing goes for the air conditioning controls. It's not some soft menu that I'm searching for. It's right down here. Even the two-wheel, four-wheel drive, um, four-wheel low, it's so accessible. It's got the uh, OS handles down here. Or is this just for looks? No, they're handles. Yeah. You can grab them. Yeah, okay. It also has USB-A, USB-C, heated seats, heated wheel. We've got tow mode. 
cruise control. Okay, well, overall, I love the steering wheel. I'm liking the feel of the, the seats, as we said. I like that the rear view mirror, you know, a lot of modern cars, they have that giant chunk of plastic behind the rear view mirror that blocks some of your view. That's not the situation here. By the way, this does have adaptive cruise control on it, which is pretty cool. Okay. Auto up and auto down uh, uh, window glass oh, let me on try your that. side there. Hold on a second. Auto up and auto down. Yep. Sure enough. Right here. Pull over right here real quick. Okay. Just so people can hear. Okay. I, I want them to hear this is the... Uh, the new frontier at idle stopped on the side of the road yep, i'm in drive i'm going to put it in park here we go okay just listen now roll down your window i'll roll down mine just so you can see how much louder it gets on the outside world there's an airport not far from here which i LAX, can hear i don't yeah. know if you guys can hear that there's also a gymnasium All right now roll up your window again okay I mean, it's it's They've really, really damped this. Yep. This is really special. And is this a black headliner? It's hard for yes. me to tell right now. It's so dark yes, out. This black headliner. That is still that's that's rare these days because I've always had to swap my interiors out and do some a lot of custom work to make them black. Okay. I'm gonna throw you around a little bit. Okay. So tell me about. Does this have a sway bar on it? Yes. You know. Okay. Because it feels nice and stiff side to side. I was just throwing Holman around in the seat. This nine speed is just buttery smooth. All right, I'm gonna hit these speed bumps in your parking lot with some speed. Here we go. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Ah, uh, all right. Color me impressed, man. Color me freaking impressed. All right. Well, now you've I, had your seat time in yep. the uh, in the new frontier. I am. I'm backing up. Now Let's you see here. Oh, well, it's got the God view. Can we say that God view? Sure. I didn't want to upset Nissan here. All right. Why would you upset Nissan? They they love when you talk about the cool features. That I know, but I don't know if they call it that. All right. It's a uh, three sixty around view monitor. There you go. All right. I like that. So I have the, both the three sixty and parking at the same time as I'm backing up into this uh, small spot at Motor Trend. Check surroundings for safety. There you go. Look at that. All right. So uh, overall impressions of the your first drive and f ride in the uh, all new 2022 Nissan Frontier. I, I love this. I, it just gave me my. It updated my fuel economy in real time, as if like I was playing a video game. Yes. It's like good job, son. <laughs> uh, my impressions. I'm impressed. Your impressions are you impressed? Well, I think my I, I've just given you my impressions in real time, so I'm not sure how to how to give you a great synopsis. But I think they did a really nice update to this truck. I had only spent a little bit of time in the previous model, but this is every bit as modern as I would have hoped it would be. They've just done a really nice job with it. It feels like a 2021 truck should feel. But it's 2022. This is, it feels every <laughs> bit as 2022 as a 2022 truck should be. All right. Well, there you have it. Lightning's review of the 2022 Nissan Frontier. Can I sit in the back seat just to get a, a feel? Uh, yeah, but we're not going to record that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm not proud of that review, but. Well, I, that was uh, something. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you took. Your, uh, it was more just describing what I was right. Feeling you took and your seeing. stream of consciousness to the masses. That's what I did. That's yeah. what I do. 
Right. Good job. I mean, if I was in charge of writing a story, I think I'd I'd figure out how to have structure. And I tried to guide and, you a little bit. Along well, of course, the way. it was to, obvious. I was I mean, trying everyone, to be your guardrails. You we, were trying to drive off the mountain, and I was trying to keep you on the road. Everyone heard that. It was obvious, and I appreciate that. <laughs> it was cool. They saw you out there with the semaphores and the signs going, stay on target, stay on target. And I'm trying to get off. And you're squirrel, like, oh, squirrel. Exactly. Squirrel. But it was good. You know, I, I, I'm- i Fender Audio. I think that- Zero gravity seats. Yeah, well, that's the way it Nine is. High-speed transmission. Brakes. Steering. I didn't want to go into great detail. They, we, we've done a lot of interviews talking about, you know, we, we've talked to the designers, the engineers, and Nissan. And, well, it's and, fun to uh, get you to- uh, have a chance to tell people what you think. So. I would like to get uh, some extended time in it, some more seat time, some sure. something like a like a trip to uh, I don't know the desert. Sure. Well, I would invite you this weekend, but it's your anniversary. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> How about some inbox? <laughs> you email, yeah. I email, do it. We email, that's right. Everybody email, type it up. All right, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. That is truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. That's how you uh, get a good old letter over to us. All right, Holman is divvying, uh, divvying up, divvying, doling out the email. Either way. All right. He is First, he's divvying it up, and then he's doling it out. Okay. Are you too. starting or am I going? Go for it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm, do you mind if I stand? I'm gonna stand here. Sure. I feel like I'm gonna get my uh, my my juices flowing if I stand. All Whoa. Right. Got to move the mic. Easy. Not those juices. Episode nine, uh, episode 193 is the subject line from horsepower killer. Uh, what do you think he drives, Holman? His email address starts with 2015 Dirty Max. I would say a D Max that makes lots of uh, smoke. Well, the the, uh, the message is, I need this as a ringtone. Uh, and I don't know what this is in well, reference of to. Of course you do. Oh, so he's talking about... <laughs> Why would you give this email yeah. to me to read? Yeah. 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 I think they're tired of it. Is uh, song now? I don't think so. Yeah. I can't even say shit right now. <laughs> See, I wish you would have bleeped out the bad words because there's a few bad words in there and you lose the context in uh, the song. So I tried that and the uh, the bleeps fought the music. Nah, nah, bleeps are needed. Uh, okay. Yeah, the, the bleeps are needed because it just sounds, it just, you lose it. I have the original project file. I can go in and uh, add should, some bleeps you if you like. Yeah, you still right. owe that song to me, by the way. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, I didn't. I didn't give it to you? Nope. Leander Peters writes, uh, Good day. I was just listening to the latest episode and debate over what is a pickup truck. Just like an SUV is based on a body-on-frame and crossover SUVs are based on a unibody, why not call the body-on-frame pickups pickups and the unibody pickups, wait for it, 
Crossover pickups. Crossover I like pickups. that. Yeah. He says, uh, keep up the good work. That's from Leander. Um, that is brilliant. That might be uh, crossover pickup. my favorite so far. Crossover pickup. Hmm. I, I, I'm going to let it linger for a little bit in the air. Like not, the Cranberry I'm, song? I'm not sure. No, not like <laughs> that song. That lingered many, many two years too long. Oh. Uh, I'm not ready to commit to that, but I like it a lot. This is the best so far out of anything somebody has suggested to us. So crossover pickup. Episode 193 is the message from, uh, oh, our friend, again, at uh, 2015 Dirty Max. I love the ending of the podcast. I always stay till the very, very end. And uh, TBH, that Western jingle was awesome. Laugh my freaking butt off. And then it says, uh, ah, la, 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 la. Is that, <laughs> is that a Western jingle, though? I don't know if that's Western. I, well, I get, no, I don't know if it's Western. Uh, I don't think so. Mm. Uh, Chris Quill over at DB Engineering uh, says, what is a truck? Just listen to you debating about what is a truck and what isn't. I think our friends down under define what that is a long time ago. If it's body on frame with a separate bed, it's a truck. If it's based on primarily a passenger car, uh, typically with a unibody, then it's a ute. I would consider a Honda Ridgeliner Maverick to be a ute. Utes can be four-wheel drive and have a variety of bed configurations. They're so primarily based on passenger car technology rather than a truck. You'll never have a ute that has a 10,000-pound towing capacity. You'll never have a ute that has a solid axle. Utes really fill the gap that used to be filled by mini trucks. I don't know that I see it that mm, way. No. Uh, Honda Ridgeline is a lot different than a Holden uh, ute. Right. Uh, it is. One is a car that has a pickup bed like El Camino, and one is somewhere between a, a car and a truck. I'm still, I mean, I, I get it, Chris. I think uh, you can follow Chris, by the way, at Old Trucks Work. Um, but I, I, I see where he's going. I don't think he's wrong, but I'm still liking for the American market crossover pickups. I think that's Leander's is a, he, he's in the race. He's in the, uh, he's in the, uh, the running for uh, what I think I might do going forward. Our Duramax uh, 2015 Duramax friend is uh, writing us yet again. How did OMG? I agree. It's so annoying when people don't turn their actual lights on and instead just have their DRLs on. I want to run them off the road too. It's like learn how to use your freaking lights, people. This is my man right here, my Dirty Max. That's my man. That's your man. Yep. You should buy him a drink. Uh, if you if you want to come to uh, Long Beach, I'm buying. All right, uh, I've got one here from Ryan Chug. Uh, coal mines and caves. Howdy, P. Holman and Lighting. No bias for either. Oh, I love coal mines and caves. Uh, how's it going? It's Ryan from Kentucky, and I heard your latest podcast with the Creech guy talking about the Mojave Desert. Got to say, I'm awful jealous of the fact that you have that in your backyard. Not a whole lot of that much open land here in the Bluegrass State. Not to say we don't have anything, as we have Mammoth Cave and several other cave systems, trails, scenic roads, and uh, lots and lots of mines. A lot of those are coal mines that are really cool. I would love to go to a coal mine. Love, love, love. Gotta recommend to come out sometime and check out the scenery. Gotta touch on the headlight thing. I've seen several people that drive without their lights on, even in the country, so I sort of side with both of you in your view of that issue, but I absolutely hate that people drive around with their brights on. What the heck are people doing? By the way, that's my, I hate that the most. Yeah. That bothers me more than not having your lights on is blinding everybody i get having them on when there is not lighting but i don't understand the whole situation when there's lights except when their normal headlights are broken somehow anyway waffle house is still good Mm -mm. nope not incorrect i've grown to like chick-fil-a all right and p holman it's not bourbon if it ain't made in kentucky at least not to me have a good glass of buffalo trace or four roses both are excellent if you're ever in the Bluegrass State, we'll go on a tour. In fact, uh, I'm 
hoping to get out to do the uh, the Bourbon Trail sometime next year. I really want to get out there with a group of friends. We've been I heard you're taking talking uh, about it. a guy named Lightning with you. Well, if he wants to pay his way, he's more than welcome I to have, come. I would gladly pay my way. And my way, too. Uh, no? Why? Uh, because I'm inviting you. And so when, when you say pay your do. way, is are we driving? Or are we flying? I don't know. Let's uh, we can take a oh that'd be a great way to return the old Nissan Hardbody that I'm going to have for a while back to uh, Tennessee. Oh man, I'm in. Go do the uh, the I'm Bourbon in. Trail. I could not be more in. Oh, that would be. Uh, I'm would all be the way in. I'm anyway. inside of it. I'm so in. He says uh, maybe I can get uh, you up and close and personal with a locomotive with a 531 cubic inch per cylinder six cylinder locomotive that has a turbo with thousand horsepower. Anyway. I've enjoyed the latest content a lot. Just wanted to say I'm awful jealous of the openness out there, but not of the politics. Ryan Chug from Winchester, Kentucky. Tell me more about he, his locomotive situation. And uh, with I Love Trains. I don't know. You'll have to ask him. So uh, we're going to save this email. Can, we, uh, write us back. This is podcast at gmail.com. Tell we us, might go to Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and, and tell me more about the train situation because, uh, yeah, we're a sucker for... Coal mines and mines and trails and, and, and trains. Throwback subject line from Seth Anderson. Hello, gentlemen. The podcast app just started playing the Nikola Tour episode. And I realized that y'all should have received a Nikola badge made from modeling clay. And Holman specified where it was going to go in his office. I wonder if y'all actually received those and if you still had them. Love the show. Seth. Yep. We received one of them, exactly one of them. And it is on top of the workbench in my garage. In a place of shame. Oh, I'd have it in a place of honor if I uh, had it. It's, a, it's a, a long, I got a lot of trinkets along the top of my workbench. And it's, it's a badge of there. honor. That we were part of that? Yeah, I think so. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Got one here from uh, Eli Helms, says Ram Dakota. Jaboobly and holy moly. Yeah. I'm going to try and keep this one short because my last email was a little long. I'd like to say it was awesome to hear you read my email on the podcast. I was not having the greatest day that day. And when I came home and was listening to the podcast and heard it, it made my day. Enough of stroking lightning's ego. Wait, what? What? I actually says your egos. I just said lightning because it's funny. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, I was listening to episode 192 with the Ram CEO. That's right, Mike Koval, and how they've improved the brand so much from what it used to be. After I finished that episode, I went back to episode number 20 where you're talking about the re-release of the new Ford Ranger. This got me thinking, when is Ram going to release their midsize pickup? Ram and Ford both quit their midsize pickups in 11 due to what they thought was a lack of interest. So do you think with the company in such good standing, it would be time to release this? Personally, I think it would be in Holman. If you know anything, you can't say, have your boobly play the Yeah Buddy sound twice, since you can't wink on a podcast. Keep mounting those parameters and the five stars coming. Mounter, monitor, key, engine, parameters. Five star review! Five stars! That's from uh, Eli Helms. So uh, my understanding is that there was going to be a Dakota based on the Gladiator chassis which would give both Ram and Jeep a uh, midsize truck. And originally there was going to be a, a Fiat brought up from Brazil uh, that they were going to rebadge a Ram to get a smaller truck in the lineup, and then that was unibody and thankfully dead. Smart move. They didn't bring that back. But yet. my understanding is the uh, Dakota on a Gladiator chassis project is dead. So uh, Ram, as far as I know currently, I'm not aware of uh, them doing anything in the midsize truck space, although I agree. A Dakota coming back now, I think, would be uh, pretty cool. The Phantom Menace, subject line from Justin. Okay, I'm currently getting caught up on my beloved truck show, listening to another argument about the reasons for Phantom vehicles. I'll tell you the reason right here, right now. It's the dash lights. 
Hmm. That's what he says. I daily drove a Fiesta for a few years and it was the first vehicle I've ever owned that the dash lights were always lit. I'm sad to admit that I drove around all the time without headlights. It had nothing to do with the headlights. I came from a 1500 uh, that you couldn't see the headlights anyway. Uh, still have that, by the way. Sorry, Lightning, but you are wrong. Nobody can see the DRLs anyway. They're probably on their phone. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Ah, uh, Justin, you're wrong. Straight up, you're wrong. It's the DRLs in combination with Holman's uh-huh. theory that is the dash. Uh, I save. passed a Range Rover right here uh-huh. on Douglas on the yeah, way here. Yeah. Stopped at the stop sign yeah. right in front of Motor Trend. No lights. And no lights. And his DRLs were as all is so bright, his he thought his headlights were on. He must have. Did you ask him? I didn't ask. I should have asked him. Damn it. I should have recorded it, too. should have told him to put his headlights on. I, I rolled probably, down the window. I probably the would have thought that uh, you were carjacking him and shot you dead in the street. I I mean, I'm in a car. How am I carjacking him? I'm in a No, giant, you went up truck. to interview him. I mean, you had oh, the recorder. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sir, yeah, what? <laughs> so I hung my horn. He rolls down his window. He's startled. He's about to pull into the gym next door. And I go, your taillights are off. And he looks down. He looks back. And he's, he's perplexed because he thinks his lights are on. Yeah. He's, he's like about to argue with me, an older guy. And he looks down. And I go, your taillights are off. And he goes, oh. And then he gives me... The thumbs up, and he turns them and on. Then and he rammed your car. Uh, no, luckily. okay, good. Yeah, I, he would have lost because I was in the dually. Okay, uh, Jordan Scott writes. Uh, by the way, says so much catch up on beware. It's long. So Jordan is our favorite Motor Trend employee that listens to the show on mm-hmm. a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, what, what 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 did he warn you about? That this is long. That's what she said. Nope, that's what he said. Holman and Lightning. Been a while since I've written, and the first thing I have to address <laughs> is the slipper. I can't remember which episode it was, but a listener told you guys in Romania they call pickups slippers like shoes, and you both couldn't figure out why. Think of how a child draws a truck. Take Is away he a- finally answering yes. this question? Yes. Then take away all the details like wheels, cutouts, doors, windows, the most basic silhouette of a truck possible, then compare that to slipper and be disappointed in the suckage. Uh, I'm way too far behind with the show, just listening to Bronco. First drive is write this, when I should be writing about Power Tour, which was awesome. But I got a promotion, a lesson in hard work for the kids. Sean knows where I started with the Motor Trend Group in late uh, 2015 and uh, what it took to earn my new position. But because of that, I don't have as much time to listen as I used to. I'm making up for it with a second five-star review, courtesy of my new corporate iPhone. I want to, Congratulations, uh, you have earned five stars. I want to go to that party. I guess he's assuming our, we're getting close, people. We're not quite at 1,000. We can still use your help. Uh, he says, I smoked my first butt this summer. Don't let lightning make that weird. Sorry. As lightning. That's what she said. No, that's not what she said. And as he's grabbing the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, a 13-pounder over solid lumps of cherry from a neighbor's yard. <laughs> Fell a couple winters back on my Wait, buddy's what side. What is he talking about? That's what she said. Stop. Didn't try to do anything fancy there, just basic spices and prep with a good uh, dousing of vinegar right before the foil, maintaining even temp and clean smoke for the nine hours it was in there was hard enough. Where did I get fancy was the sows. Say it like cows, but with two hard S's. Lightning, don't make this weird. You're all about the Dr. Pepper, and that's fine to each their own, but I grew up on the Dew, so I made my first iteration of Mountain Dew Chili Lime Sweet and Sour Barbecue Dressing. Trademark copyright, you heard it here first. I own it, my idea. The inspiration, that sounds horrible, by the way. Mm-hmm. The inspiration behind the sauce is my favorite style. Q, North Carolina whole hog with vinegar sauce, also gross. Combined with carnitas. Uh, needs work, but there's potential. I'll send you pictures if you want. One last thing before I pretend to get back to work. The new Maverick is a pickup truck. Sean, I'll challenge you to any competition if you're choosing to prove it. Bear in mind, <laughs> bear in mind you'll need to supply certain vehicles and or equipment. But concern it, truck appropriateness. All right. 
What are the real mini truckers supposed to drive nowadays when manufacturers are forced to resort to front-wheel drive and unitized chassis to give consumers like me a real new option to own a pickup truck without having to buy land in Texas to have a place to park? I'm not ashamed in any way that my 04 Ranger with its bulletproof Vulcan V6 and one-legger, almost, I'm not crazy, all the truck I need. You guys know better than most just how big pickups have become in America, and there are plenty of buyers who want a truck, but for any number of reasons, don't want something old or as big as even a modern-sized pickup. He's behind. He would hear in our last few episodes of us talking about the Maverick and debating this exact topic. Anyway, he says Ford should have called it a Courier, which I totally agree, and a mini version of the Mach-E and called that the Maverick. But if I were to buy a new pickup truck in the new future, it would most likely be the Maverick. Ridgeline HPD wasn't so bad either. Tell Jaboobly, I seen that when Jason Gonderman had one for a few days. <laughs> so there's the challenge, Sean. Anything of your choosing me against you to prove the Maverick is a truck, and by association, similarly built vehicles, ridgelines are trucks. Keep all the new jingles coming. Emmys, yeah, buddy. Five star. Matt at Parameters and Jordan Scott. Five star review. Five star. Monitor, key engine, parameters. <laughs> I don't think he asked for that. No, I just threw it in there as a bonus. Right. Uh, do me a favor and recap on the whole slipper thing. You read that so fast. I didn't. There was didn't. a lot of email. Slipper, Romanian. Yeah. yeah. Pickup truck, shaped like a slipper. That's it. That was it. Just the shape. Yeah. Lightning is wrong. Good, 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 With a few exclamation marks. That's Holman with the bell. Go ahead. You may proceed. I was letting the bell the trail out. Okay. It's a beautiful sound, isn't it? Jeremiah Pritchard says, lighting is 100% wrong. He only had one N in lighting. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. It's not DR. Lighting, only one N. Lighting, lightning, lightning. So the N was the middle N is now gone. That's correct. Got it. Happens all the time. I'm just working my way through that. It's audio. It's not DRLs being too bright. It is because their dash is lit up, and they are completely oblivious to the entire world around them. They assume their lights are on. This is one time where I am completely on whole man's side. Typically, I think he should cut you a little slack and maybe see the argument from your side, Lightning. But not this time. <laughs> I'll say it again, Lightning. You suck. are wrong. It's not DRLs being too bright. It's the dashboard. Later, Jeremiah. Well, that's another guy that's also wrong. <laughs> Jeremiah, thank you very much for uh, writing us at truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. And I uh, I value your opinion even when it's completely false. All right. Well, uh, that was fun hearing from all you guys. You can uh, reach us at truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I know there's a few we didn't get to. We'll uh, try and handle those in the next couple episodes. But keep them coming. We love to, uh, we love to hear from you guys. Uh, I had a very, very interesting uh, experience last week. We didn't even talk about it. Nope. We didn't talk about the beginning of the show, I don't think. I know we didn't. Oh. So this is going to be a surprise, unless you read the description. All right. I, I don't think there are... I, I'd be curious how many people listen based on the description. I don't. like. I, I'm a, well, I don't listen based on the description. I always read it, though, hmm. when I'm listening to podcasts. Anyway, long story short, I flew out to Milford Proving Grounds, the General Motors Proving Grounds out in... Milford, Michigan. I flew in on Tuesday and flew home on Wednesday, but in the uh, ensuing 20 hours or so that I was on the ground, I got two hours, some of it behind the wheel of the brand new GMC Hummer EV pickup truck. And I've got a bunch of audio of my experience. This is the first time. So 
This is a lot of firsts on the show. This is the first time you were behind the uh, wheel of a Nissan Frontier? Yep. This is the first time me and a lot of other journalists got behind the wheel of the all-new GMC Hummer EV. Was driving four-wheel steering like a crab You'll walking, hear about it. Was it as weird? It's, as- a, it's amazing. Everything's amazing. I, You guys know how much the Rivian blew me away? If it were between the Rivian and the Hummer right now, I'm leaning Hummer. No kidding. The only thing that, that I won't say sucks on the Hummer, it's just that it's so big. It'd be hard to take it on a lot of trails. Um, the Rivian... You sit down low like a car. It kind of has that more like sporty on the ground. The Hummer's everything lifted 35. It's, it's got something like 16 inches of total suspension movement. Like from the lowest setting to the tallest setting, it fits 37s. You can get them at the dealer. It'll come with 35s. It is virtual uh, lockers. It's a three motor instead of a... Uh, a four motor like the Rivian. Do you do you say this on the on the audio? I say a lot of things on the audio lightning, so I'm just gonna play it right now and then just as we listen, if you have questions, we'll just uh, stop and go from there. Okay. All right. This is uh with my friend Todd Hubbard, uh, who is an engineer that I knew back in the original Hummer days, who has worked on projects like the Colorado ZR two. Um he's worked on the new Silverado ZR two. He was working on something weird at Buick and they plucked him and said this isn't your job anymore. We have something even cooler for you. Oh, man. And he was like, what? <laughs> and he got to get it back to off-roading. And I will say, I don't know if it's in this vid- in this um, video piece here. This is basically just the audio with a GoPro of us driving it. So there's so going to be a lot of, it's gonna, it's really raw. Is this what I saw on Motor Trend's YouTube channel, like so, a condensed version of this? So Motor Trend's YouTube channel has this video interspliced with a bunch of other videos, highly edited. This is the raw video that Motor Trend doesn't have everything because it's like eight minutes. This is like 30 minutes. And Motor Trend has music and a bed playing where you can't hear what's going on inside. And I wanted to play you guys the raw version because it's just it's it's better for the podcast to give you the the idea. So there's going to be a lot of like conversational stuff between Todd and I because we go way back. But listen to how he describes and you hear his passion. It's not in this, I don't think. But this program is, I think, the fastest GM has ever uh, developed a vehicle from start to finish. They have all sorts of crazy stuff on this EV side with Hummer, all this crazy equipment, able to do a lot of things virtually now. I've been working on getting Al Oppenheiser, who is the chief engineer, uh, talk to him over there. He said he's willing to come on the podcast and talk about uh, the development of the Hummer EV. So we're going to plant that seed with uh, this, this audio right here. And again, this is a lot like you just being in the frontier kind of stream of consciousness, sort of what I'm going through here as well. And I'll try it. Why are you busting me for that? Now no, just, I'm not I'm not busting you for it. I'm saying that it's it's very similar to what you were going through in the frontier. That was like what I was going through in the Hummer and familiarizing myself on the fly. And so that sets the stage. Uh, if there's something worth describing, I'll break in. If you have questions, let me know, and then we'll, we'll answer them. Here we go. Different screens that you can... That's cool. Uh, you know... From elevation and a compass to uh, tire pressure, tell you state of your lockers. Um, this one's cool. It gives you your suspension travel, kind of gives you an idea what what the tires are doing. Pitch and roll, you can reset those values. You know, awesome. And then uh, for more off roading, do drift cool. drift angle. <laughs> so pretty cool. Sweet. And then um, can access your cameras here. So when you're doing crab mode, yeah. is it locked to a certain degree or no, is that variable as well? So the rear... Uh, 
Uh, just to, to set the stage here, because the the view, um, you guys are listening, and of course you can't see the video that I'm seeing, but um, we're, again, a GoPro is affixed to the windshield pointing back at Holman in the driver's seat. Now, Holman, how many soft buttons is it, or like a Tesla, or is it? No, or there's, is a it ton, all... there's a ton of hard buttons. Really? Just like a GMC pickup truck. Hummer has done such a great job with making secondary controls accessible through a button, and we talk about that in the video. It's not all virtual. There's actually hard buttons and things that you would expect. If you're used to a Silverado, kind of the long line of uh, toggle switch looking things yeah. that operate all the secondary controls, this has that same part in there. Um, so, uh, turns based on steering input. Steering input. That's wild. Yep. So this is pretty cool. You can do. Here's your uh, underbody front. Oh yeah, there you go. Underbody rear. If they get dirty. You can. You can wash <laughs> them up. This this. This hasn't been a fun program for you, has it? Yeah, it has. Pretty, <laughs> After being fun. in purgatory with yeah, cars for yeah, a while, yeah. you get to come back home. So, so, anyways, we, you know, we'll we'll mess around with the cameras a little bit later, cool. but they're pretty helpful. Um, big thing here is our driver mode control. So you can go ahead and spin it. It there's a little latency in this software. It's it's not quite there yet. Now, Holman, that's a, a that's be. a rotary control, kind of like you'd see on a BMW or something. Yeah, this the uh, also keep in mind the software. He's talking about latency. This is a very pre-production truck, very pre-production. So, it's going to be a lot more refined. But I was so impressed with where they're at right now. It's it's unbelievable. So my mode, you can uh, you can set up. You know, different steering, suspension, acceleration, whatever you want. This is basically the I know what I want and I don't want to pre Exactly. It's like I like touch. this aspect of off road, but yeah. I want less off road sound. Yeah. So this is where we're going to hang out today for off the beginning road. part off road. Um, Press shift button. All right, got yep. it. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. So we're going to do a little lead and follow, okay. but uh, we, we can uh, definitely take time to do whatever you want. You know, we're not. We're not pressed for time. We yesterday we had we had plenty of time, so we'll follow that truck, and we'll they're going to do a launch, so we'll just stay back a little okay. bit, and then you can you know. So on off road, you get the uh, enhanced sound is a little bit louder. We found like once you get moving on gravel and <laughs> yeah, stuff, yeah. you start you can't hear it. And right. This is a. You got to know what you're asking the truck to do, that right? That was the big thing on the Rivian is there's times I didn't know what the wheels were doing. Right. Like in mud or deformable yeah, you, surface. You, I had no idea. There's right. no feedback there's no noise. So you can just stop here. And then this is just normal uh, mode. Um, traction's on, everything else. Just give you. Do you hear the sounds? The I do, but I'm not do. sure if that's real or not. Just keep listening. Now you can accelerate between here and the cones and just. Okay. Ready? Yep. You just got all sideways. Yeah, completely driftable. Like, it loves to drift. Well, wait, why? Because... For fun. We're on a gravel road, and he's like, just crank it. No, no, no. But you would think that it would be fighting you in that case. No, no. They made it a driver's vehicle. It's a super rear buyer. Dude, it's awesome. Did you see how many degrees of swing that thing went? I mean, 20? And it was roosting out the back, too. I didn't expect to see that. That's for darn sure. Oh, my gosh. But just listen listen to the background noise. You don't get this in the Motor Trend video that's on YouTube right now. Like, listen to the background noise. It's... It's there's just so much stuff going on. It's cool, uh, but they're pi- they're they're pumping this stuff in like a video game, though, well, right? We talk about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's not fun at all. <laughs> I couldn't tell by the gig. Like <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're a little uh, screwed up here. So. 
So the idea here is uh, we're going to do a climb to the top and then at the top stop we'll play with the camera views a little bit. I guess it's kind of cool to have that, that you know, ambiance of noise versus just an electric where you hear nothing. Yeah, so it's it's a combination of your speed and your, your pedal request. <clears throat> now you can hear it's totally quiet. So it's like they are amplifying certain noises. Again, we'll talk about it here in a minute. But that's what makes the experience in this thing. You're not in this isolation chamber. Different modes of different noises. They're doing different things. And so it's still visceral. And you're like, whoa. Like it's, it's, I feel it's wild, like I, just watching you, you feel, and listening, I feel like I'm in Space Mountain. Right. You can feel it in your chest though, as you're listening, like the noises and stuff. That's what it's like inside the vehicle. Huh. So it, okay. yeah, and then also you could tell it kind of got a little warbly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was you were inducing some spin there, <laughs> so it, it gives you a so little bit some, of feel. some feedback. There's some, some yeah. cues. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, because you got to know what you're asking the vehicle to do, yeah. right? Otherwise, you're like, well, why is it not moving? I, I don't know I, what I'm doing. I gotta tell you, the, the Rivian was really good. <laughs> I love yeah. most things about it. It, yeah. it feels like a real vehicle, right? Yeah. But there are those times where there's a disconnect between the driver and the yep. vehicle. And it's hard to overcome that and know exactly what's going on. Yep. So that's what we tried to do with the enhanced sound. Awesome. Is, um, and it's different. Normal mode is different. Off-road mode is different. Terrain mode is different. Like terrain, we took a lot of the vehicle speed out of it. Yeah. We, we, want, we like quiet running, off-roading. Yeah. But, but when you're asking the vehicle, when you're commanding something, you need feedback. But we don't necessarily need the tone once you're rolling. It's right. It's nice, kind of nice having here in the... You know, the birds or whatever. It's crazy know? how the interior, it reminds me of like almost like a Disneyland ride. Yeah. Like all the vans, like it's futuristic, like yeah. a spaceship or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. All right, so head up there and then once you get to the top stop and we'll, uh, you can see the kind of the, this is kind of a cool angle. I, I think the other cool thing is like it's a Hummer. It's weird if it doesn't make noise, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Right. So this is, I like this view here. So you get two front views. So you got one Cresting, coming out of yeah. the uh, the bumper, and then now you got this lower angle here. Of, so you can see exactly what my tires are doing. So you, can, you got all horizon. Right. So on the back side of this. This is great for the desert, though, when you're cresting hills. Yeah, exactly. Like totally. Yeah. Like we're doing now, right? Yep. So on the back side of this, you can, um, I, you can get different levels of regen. So if you pull that paddle down to this low. One here? Yep. So we're not doing one pedal or anything. You're just yeah, yeah. going to get... You're you're gonna get more regen yep. on the backside. Coming B down. Basically, you're using regen as like a hill descent control. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right, ready? Yep. And then you do have a pedal a paddle at uh, nine o'clock, a regen paddle. You can that'll pull you right to a stop if you want. And then here we're just. Um, we changed the ratio of the rear steer. Okay. It's a little more aggressive in off-road. It's one degree front, front, 0.6 rear. So if you just kind of snake through here, you can start to get a little bit of hint of the added maneuverability because of the aggressive. Now you're you're turning pretty aggressively. Is, you were going left, right, left, right, kind of like I was doing with you in the in the frontier on the street out here. Well, because the course was set up with a bunch of turns so that you can feel the rear steer, and the rear steer is is significant on it. 
Um, it's really freaking cool. And there's a bunch of different modes with the crab walk. Have you seen uh, Gail Banks? He's got the uh, the CT, CT6V Black, yeah, black, black Wing. Uh, it's got four-wheel steer, but it's it's only like 10 or 15 degrees no, no, of steering. No, it's more like two or three degrees of steering. Two to three years. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say it's really minor. N- yeah. It, it's, this looks no, dramatic. We, and we talk about it. It's 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 impressive. Okay. It's, it's significant. It's not just like roll you into a parking lot a little bit tighter it's it's everything it's it's so cool it's not the most aggressive right we, we actually in terrain mode which we'll experience up here we call it fork truck mode because we're actually <laughs> spinning the, the rear turning ramp. the rear faster than the front so it's almost you're using the front as a pivot point yeah. at that point yeah but anyways i i feel like in certain situations the maneuverability is never it's like truck fits i can i can get it through just about anything and it feels like you have rear bias in yeah. as well yeah so you're allowing the vehicle to rotate yes which is what we all like to do right. off-road anyway yep so what we're going to do here is just a demo of the turn circle mm-hmm. um we can do ours right now there you can see the oh yeah let me watch this it's kind of cool to see what the rears are doing so he said you guys are giving 10 full 10 degrees degrees what did um the old rear steer system do I do not have the number of quadrasteer per se, but I think it was around three or four degrees. Oh, wow. So it is yeah. significant. So I say I don't need the cones. I, what I would tell you to do is just here, go full lock, and then just do a donut. And you, you'll you feel right away how... Oh my gosh, that is yeah. so weird. It's like it doesn't seem like it should be turning in no. this little of space. <laughs> you can see how rat. You like look at where the I'm rear is. I'm looking out. Uh, yeah, the, 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 way, the back. Yeah, this camera is at your driver's side window, and I'm seeing out the back window. And the world is zooming by it's sideways. Very odd looking. <laughs> yeah, you're you're spinning like a top. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can slide the rear out and even cl- and rotate even more. Yeah, so it's that's it's, rad. It's Hold basically it. a Sonic in that terms is, of turning. Yeah. 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 But this, this, okay, so this part right here, so everything's cranked, yeah. I'm doing it, but if I goose the rear, I can still oh, yeah. rotate around, oh, yeah. which is like, we do that off-road all the time exactly. if we're trying to pivot around something. Yep. That's cool. And so, so does it, it's, it feel like I've, uh, it's been 300 yards, yeah. but I feel like already I can sense like you want this to be a driver's vehicle. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, we call it fun mode. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll demonstrate that a little bit, but yeah. So the next, after this first set of cones, yeah. it's just a slalom. You can see where the yeah. cones are tight. So just, you know, wiggle through there. Just to, again, just to feel the... So this is a, a cone pattern, basically. Like, think of a, a, a dashed line down a road. Yep. Instead of dashes, they're cones. But the cones are not the long dashes. They're the spaces between the dashes. And we're going in and out of that. In what do you mean there's big... spaces between the dashes? No, no, no. They're, they're unequal lengths? No, no, no. It's not the length of the line. It's like the distance the cones are apart yeah. isn't from the front of the line to the back of the line. They're smashed together, like the end of the line to the front of the next line, the space. That's how close these cones are spaced. They're only like a, like a few feet. So we're going in and out of it like a slalom at slow speed to show how much the rear steer affects the no maneuverability. No kidding. No kidding. Okay. You know, the turn radius. So right, yeah, you can, you can, this is kind of cool. Some guys like to use this, dial this baby up here. How so many rotations, uh, how many revolutions of that outside. steering wheel are you doing? It looks like uh, two or three. That's a, that's a oh, shot. Yeah. A lot. Uh, yeah. 
exactly where the wheel placement is. And I bet and I'll then the 360 view. I bet I'll bring the rear in a very short amount of time and be directly behind him. Look at that. All right, yeah, so there you, go. you want this is a crab <laughs> So weird. All right, so the next event after we did this rear steer thing with it going the opposite direction was to steer with the front wheels to do what GMC Hummer is calling the crab walk, which you guys have seen the videos. You can see the video on Motor Trend on their YouTube page where it drives at an angle. It doesn't turn with the rear trailing it. The whole thing moves sideways. It is wild and awesome. And until you experience it, I cannot describe the radness of crab walk. It is so <laughs> weird, dude. Uh, I think I said, there's a there's a line I said in here. What rapper is going to, what hip hop star is going to buy one of these and then write the first crab walk song? <laughs> it's going to be a thing. You know what it is, right? Uh, crab walk's definitely going to be a thing. So go ahead and crab crab walk is, is going to be um, mech'd so you can use it and drive. But okay. this version of software, you have to actually shift in neutral. Okay. So go ahead and... Shift to neutral. All right. And it's a five second push and hold just because we're doing something- Yeah, weird. Weird. So nine, nine o'clock, push and hold, you'll get an animation and a timer. And once the timer, oh, you gotta oh, hold it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So wait, wait for the timer to go all the way around. That's cool. <laughs> Dude, is that rad that or is what? A, it's a video Dude, game. Dude, you it, hold the button and it doesn't go bing. It goes whoo. <laughs> So you're sitting here and you're like, that is dude, the like, sound effect uh, that I get at Disneyland going yes. in, 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 yeah. Uh, dude, like the adrenaline is pumping because you're like, I'm ready. Space what, Mountain. What are we doing? All the stars start. I don't know what we're doing, like, but I bet it's going to be cool. You think you're going into hyperspace. And go, here, hold on. Let me, just, let me just back it up a little bit uh, so you can hear that again because that's just so rad. For the timer to go all the way around. That's cool. <laughs> and then you get a, on the DIC, you can let go now, you'll get a. So again, this is raw, right? This is a pre-production vehicle. And so we got into, when I released it the first time, it kind of confused the software. So that's what you're hearing us go through it again, and then we get it going. But it's just more opportunities to hear it go. <laughs> you know what it is? It's just a few notes off the THX theme. It's something like that. Oh, yeah, it's showing up crab there. Uh, do it again. Hold right. it. Push and hold. Let me pull forward. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. All right. Development stuff. Yeah, I know. All right, so go so back up to neutral. Yeah, let's try it again. Do a... All right. Okay. Oh, there we go. All right. Now, the other thing you have to do is that rear steering needs to know where zero is. So mm -hmm. just uh, seesaw a little bit to make sure you go through zero. Let's see if you got it. I think you do because I can hear. Yeah, it sounds like it's yeah, moving in the back. It's moving fast. So go ahead and okay. click her into drive. So, so pause one second there, Holman. All right. What, what Holman was doing is is rotating the steering wheel, I don't know, like all to the left, all the way to the right. And then that you were hearing a those yeah. are the rear steer You're activating, right. right? Yeah. So in order to use the crab walk, it has to be zeroed out. So you have to run the steering wheel through zero degrees, but you have to go on either side. So you just seesaw it back and forth so that the car knows where zero is. And that way it has a starting point for rear steer and how many degrees and all that. Gotcha. And uh, do your uh, diagonal. <laughs> that is weird. Now, what you're not seeing in the video is when the rear steer is the other way, the whole rear was swinging around behind us. Now, when you're watching the video out the back, it's not moving at all. The whole vehicle's moving, not the scenery, because the vehicle's not pivoting on an axis. The vehicle's literally moving side to side. Right. Now, how do you tell it how much you want it to kick out? Uh, okay. Keep listening. 
but also really freaking cool. <laughs> it's like driving in 3D. Holy moly. So is there a speed limit? It'll uh, blend out about 20. Okay. And then when you come back down, you're still in it. <laughs> so you you have to you have to turn it off. That's freaking What's kind of weird is like trying, okay, I want to go straight here. Yeah. It takes a little, you almost have overshoot yeah. initially. And it's then, like the first time when I worked at the Honda dealership. Yeah. And I drove a Prelude SI yeah, yeah, yeah. with four wheel yeah, steer. Yeah. And I turned out onto Beach Boulevard and almost went into the curb. <laughs> Should I get right up with these guys and scare them? <laughs> he looked he up. Looked, he looked he up. Looked. <laughs> that might have been a cameraman on the side of the road. As we crab walked right straight toward the lens, and then as we approached him, he kind of looked up, and we went the other way, and crab walks diagonally drove by him. <laughs> it was just weird. Wow. Like Aaron says, it can be a party trip, but we have found <laughs> cases off-road where we're oh, like, hey, just God. use crab motor. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, and so it's That's pretty cool. cool. So right. uh, we'll bump out of it. Okay. So it be I, neutral to bump out? No, you shouldn't have to. Just okay. 9 o'clock, okay. and you're in auto. Again, the wheel's got to go through zero, and you you should be out of it now. And yep. I've got to say, next to the 25 there, that is your uh, driver mode. That's uh, oh. So you, yep. you do, once the display goes away, you still know what yeah. mode you're in. I love the, like that sort of rumbly, almost V8, but not quite V8, that's coming. So that's, this, this enhanced sound is actually, they took the motor, this this is the yeah. motor noise, the legitimate and motor noise. And they just noise. made it louder? What they did was they, they filtered some of the frequencies that yeah. aren't as pleasing. Yeah. And then um, massaged it. But that's the noise you're hearing is is an enhancement of the actual drive unit noise in off-road mode it's amped up that's a little freaking cool because we found like desert running all of a sudden you're getting yeah. gravel and now i often think that a lot of the subtle sounds that we play on the truck show podcast are missed by you guys because you're most of you listen in a truck right as you're driving down the highway and you got road noise coming through your doors and if you're driving an old truck you don't have any sound deadening and it's just noisy and rattling and all that I would ask that you pull over or listen to some of this podcast, this portion, in a quiet environment because that sound it's is cool. worth hearing. So if, if you, the road noise right now is drowning it out, yeah. and you're like, what are they talking yeah. about? Pull it, over, it, grab donuts, grab a coffee, and just and sit just in the parking lot for, for just a second. But let me let me just say, and I'm going to answer, and I, I may even say it in the video, um, as I often do. People are going to go, why do you like that noise, but you don't like the Raptor having V8 sounds pumped in? The difference is... One is a, an internal combustion engine that makes its sound should be natural. The other is a deprivation chamber that has no feedback. What GM is doing here is giving you, because motors are so quiet, they're giving you a sense of what mode you are with an auditory experience. That's different than an internal combustion engine that's already telling you what it's doing. That's why I like this here, and I don't like it in a Raptor, for example. I'm not a fan of pumping fake engine sounds in. I have never experienced an EV that was pumping in or pumping up the motor sounds in a way that would let you delineate feedback on what the vehicle's doing. I will tell you, I love the Rivian. That's what it's missing. It's missing that visceral, auditory, or otherwise visual feedback, something, because it is so divorced from what's going on. The way Hummer has solved that is they're giving you a cue that doesn't make you take your mind off, you know, your eyes off the road. They're giving you a cue that doesn't require any input from you. It's just part of the experience in the background. So you instantly know what's going on. To me, 
That's a huge win. That is really cool. Yeah, I mean, so there's haptic feedback, which is, you know, tactile. It, it, things that uh, I remember when Alpine had their one of their early flat like screens. When you tap a touchscreen, it taps you back. That's exactly. It tapped you back. And, and, and you have to have that feedback much the same way. I don't know if you know this, Holman, because your kids are probably too young to game, your, your, your daughter. But, like, the hardcore gamers now all have old school, like, 1980s-style keyboards that click when you push them. And I don't mean just a click. I mean, like, loud. You can hear your kid two rooms away going, (laughs) banging on the keyboard. And it's that feedback that's really, really cool for a lot of people. And um, it's necessary. Obviously, they're they're bringing it to you here. I play on. Another noise. It needed to be a little louder. Yeah. I don't know if you'd want to drive around in this all day. If you do, you can yeah. go to my mode and do it. If not, when you're in normal, it's it's amped down a little okay. bit. Okay. So, all right, we'll take off to the right here. Again, even there, I'm that rear yeah. is more a little more aggressive. Yeah. It's one to point six in off road. We're gonna experience terrain up here though. It's one to one point two, so we're gonna double that rate. We had this thing at Silver Lake Sand Dunes. Straight up. Uh, I, I thought it was a, a blast. Oh my god. So what I'm curious about is, not to keep bringing up the yeah. Rivian, but that's my experience, their suspension is damn good. Yeah. Really good. It's yeah, the best so air suspension I've ever been in an OE vehicle. So we're air suspension with semi-active dampers. That's sort of how their deal is. They've got hydraulic yeah. virtual roll bars yeah. and stuff like that. So unlike a... Uh, like the Land Rover to me to this point is sort of has the best out of all the air yep. suspension. I've never been a fan of air suspension off-road yep. because of the variable spring rate as you blow up the bags and yep. height and all that. And it's really hard to dial that in. Yep. So a lot of manufacturers don't do a good job when you're on the rebound springs and you yep. pogo and all that. We got so much travel, yeah. right? So we're going to go ahead and uh, switch to terrain mode. So that's one more clockwise. And you got to accept it because we're going to okay. turn, we're going to light the lights, turn traction, turn stability off. Now we default to two inches higher. Okay. So the truck, that, that flashing emblem yeah. is letting you know the suspension is raising. In this mode, if you said, I don't want to be, there, there are changes to the feel of the truck. If you prefer sitting down a little bit, don't need the ground clearance, you just bump it down back to normal ride height, whatever you yeah. want. Just do a little less here now and see if you can figure the, feel the, uh, yeah, just drive forward. And now you- Oh, wow. That's a big difference. So that's one to 1.2. So for the first 10 degrees, you are steering the rear of the truck faster than the front. Now you can see that in the video. Yeah. You can see how aggressive the landscape changes behind you. Let's let's explain what he's talking about. Your, the the difference between the ratios, how he's changing it. On the steering? The steering and the rear end. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's the rear steering is what he's talking about. And so it's just the ability that they're giving you, there's like, like I said, it's like driving in 3D, right? You have forward, you have traction, you have steering, but then you add rear steer or crab steer. In this mode, it's rear steer. And through the first, I can't remember what he said, however many miles per hour, whatever the- Yeah, it's 20. The, 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 yeah, the ratio is greater. They're oversteering the rear- to get you in a more maneuverable situation, understanding that if you're in off-road mode and you're going up an obstacle, this is a big truck. And it's basically shrinking, virtually shrinking the footprint of the truck so you can line up with the obstacle, knowing that 
at slower speeds, you're probably doing more technical driving, and then it blends out at higher speeds, and that ratio changes as you get higher because then you don't need to have that additional steering assist at higher speeds. And so it directly impacts what how you can position the vehicle off road in, in technical driving it's it's really wild can't wrap my head around it dude it's 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 black magic i, I mean i i would like to see this in johnson valley or, yeah. or i'd like to see this off road and, so, and and go around yeah. obstacles soon enough soon enough okay we love it off road yeah because you can you can in a very short distance get exactly how you want for your next obstacle so that's freaking wild so we'll go ahead and you can cruise around over there and do the little rock course now the other thing let me oh stop here yep so right now you are uh, this uh, is cool right. by the way i know you do a virtual locker in the back because yeah. the, the twin motors yep. so they're not locked together they just have to turn at the same speed exactly. right but i like how the interface is traditional yes there's nothing weird so right. this is what i want i already know what and that looks like in a gym if you didn't know what these things were yeah. the truck is still does it does way more than an ice vehicle yeah. with in terms of what you're capable of doing without the lockers, it's amped up. You totally hate being on this program. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> so you should be able to right foot only here. Okay. Just going back to the locker thing again, because it's a three motor, not a four motor, there's no rear locker. The motors are indexed together to act like they're a locker. Right. In the front, there's one motor. So they actually do have a locker in the oh, front. Oh, they actually- That's locking okay. the axle shafts together. But the iconography on the dash for the buttons are the same. So if you go from a traditional GM vehicle that has a selectable rear locker into this, the buttons are all the same. The function is the same, even if the way they get there is a little bit different in the Hummer. And so I just thought that was kind of interesting. It doesn't have a rear locker. It just ha acts like it does. No, but smart. I mean, look, again, you've got to make this palatable for people who have never done it before. Yeah, it's got to be approachable. It's got to yeah. be something where it's, it's not weird. Um, that there is some familiarity and 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 but what's interesting is that it encourages you to explore all the different modes and things. It's it's, it's overwhelming. There needs to be like a rubric or something <laughs> of all the things that a Venn diagram. Oh, it's, uh, it's crazy. You, are you getting decel? Like when you lift, you should be getting. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> now for m more extreme terrain, bump down to L. You're going to get a lot more decel now. Okay. So go ahead and you'll feel it. Oh, yeah. So you can hold rocks, backside obstacles, yeah. whatever you want. Now, this is different than one pedal because we're doing and this I'm control. Not a, I'm not a super one pedal <laughs> fan, and I'll tell you why. In both the Bronco, yep. I've experienced it in the Rivian, I don't like on rocks, if I'm crawling something technical, I don't want to stop because what I'm doing is I'm imagining the road surface and the line that yep. I've chosen going under the vehicle. Yep. And so sometimes the regen is too aggressive or the brakes are too aggressive, and then I lose my spot on the trail. I got you. And so I like rolling through slow, yep. Yep. right? But the technical stuff, I like feeling with the I, I got there. you. So you got two pedal maps, basically. Mm -hmm. You got a, a normal and a super aggressive. So there is a there is some variability there in terms of your preference. Okay. You can always default. As soon as you apply brake pressure, you are now two foot driving. You've disabled okay. the feature. Okay. So you play around with whatever one you want. Um, some of it to me is also you just need more time in the vehicle yeah, to sure. understand what, what that, it's doing, what yeah. it's doing, and where that release point is. Yeah. You've got you can see exactly. I mean, you're going up on the rock. You can see exactly what you're asking that tire to do. What kind of train are you on here, Holman? I, I can't uh, tell. Rocks. They're probably uh, uh, I would say 18 to 24 inches in diameter, like big rocks. Oh. a rock like a think of a rock quarry pile or something. Okay, like that. yeah. They yeah, have yeah. a course set up over that. 
Oh, and I'll add the cameras. I think there's 18 camera views. They're all over the place on this thing. 18? Where? Can, where, where? Everywhere. You can, there's undercarriage ones. There's wheel well ones. There's outside ones. So you're literally watching the tires and see everything going under the vehicle. Do you, aware, are you selecting these or they're all live? There's, on? Yeah, no, no, there's camera modes and stuff like that. You can even wash mud off of them with a spray nozzle. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's wild, dude. It's just, I don't even know what to say. So here you're crawling over the rocks really cool. slowly. Yes. And we're watching the camera. Oh, I see. Skid plate. And, and, and with a little more time, you do get, you, you, you will recover smoother. some of that smoothness. Yeah. It's hard because it's so digital. Yeah. Like the, the fade in is, yeah, is yeah, so I, different. I, it is. So we're going to go ahead and switch you to uh, normal mode. So back one. Back one. Oh, there we go. I still love the sound, the background noise. Like just stopping there. <laughs> I mean, it's just. <laughs> It just tickles me. One more. One more. Okay. All right, now hang a left. So you're in normal mode now. The, the truck is going to, uh, it's going to go ahead and lower back down to normal ride height. On on-road, there's sections that I actually prefer the off-road cal. And you can select that in my mode. If you feel like, I don't want it to breathe quite as yeah. much, you just go to my mode. You ever, you ever window down up. here? What's what's happening? I'm uh, sorry. Uh, the video they provided had some transitional stuff cut out. Um, we've now entered the uh, test track. Okay. Basically, we had to wait for traffic to go by and stuff. So they restart the video when we're on the big circle. Uh, and we're doing about 70 miles an hour or so. And there is, you're so hearing, you know, just the regular noise at freeway speeds. And then there's different obstacles that he wants me to hit, things that represent railroad tracks at speeds and things like that along the way. So, And you can't hear it, but lightning can see it on the video. We're hitting all sorts of potholes and ruts. And you can see the vehicle just very settled going over stuff because you can see what's going on in the background. Yeah, but I, I have no, I, I can't figure out how deep these things are that you're going through. I, you're, it's you, you would have, how about this way? Uh, you would have bent the rims on your Mini. Oh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> ouch. Yeah. Okay. It feels really good. Hydraulic feel, but control. Yeah, yep. So this bad bump, let's go a little faster. Yeah, and it feels like it gets into like a hydraulic jounce at the and at the It limit. does. It is. Okay, so but without the noise. Yeah. It's a high. We're basically doing it just by going full firm. Yeah. We're, okay. We're saying give me the maximum damping you have in you know capability. So. Wow. I'm driving a spaceship. So this is a pre-production vehicle. So like the Hummer has these really cool acrylic panels and T-tops that you can remove. These are just plastic over the top. These don't have the thicker ones for production. Um, the seals aren't the same. You know, it's just it's just a bunch of pre-production, early, early prototype stuff. So it, the, the production vehicle will be a lot quieter than this. But um, at this point, there's almost no background noise because as you go faster, it kind of pulls that out uh, because you don't need it. You don't right. want to hear fake noise. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're, you're hearing road yeah, noise. Yeah. Exactly. Because you kind of have this mix of regen and then your regular brakes. Yeah, hammering over those two. Wow. So you hear that, though. We're, we're going at a steady state. We're probably doing about 65, 70, and okay. then Todd says hammer it because he wants me to hit this huge heave play, that's Play in the that middle. again. Just back it up just here. And then you, and you can hear 
the motor noise then come in on top of the you know the rest of the wind noise. No, I know. I heard that. Right? I played played again one more time. Uh, also, I will just put out. Uh, I'll point this out. It wasn't as loud as it sounds driving it. You got to remember the GoPro is mounted right up against the windshield on the A pillar too. So it's the microphones right there. Gotcha. Um, so all right, we'll uh, play this here. Yeah, just went over railroad tracks like nobody's business. Yeah. So 35s come with the off-road package? Yeah, that's additional ones, 35s. 35s. Yep. And then I read somewhere 30 cents you could do, but it was a dealer option? Is that still uh, a thing? It's not even a, you can throw 37s on and we will sell you a, a calibration okay. to correct everything. Wow, that's pretty cool. And no, no trimming, no, yeah. no, you just put them on. 37s bolt right on. Wow. It looks cool. So you heard Aaron when you go to Watts for Freedom, you're three and a half inch lower. Yeah. Put 37s on, and then you go to Watts for Freedom, and it's like, oh yeah. It probably looks like a stadium. It's like mad, it looks down. like Mad Max. I mean, it's <laughs> so badass. So we are enabling fitment and then correcting speedo for the customer. Okay. We did. Do you have to change any cowls in the suspension? Nope. Wow. It just, su <laughs> just sucks it up. It's a double tap here. All right, we got a new All scene right. happening here. So there's a cut there. That was the end of our, our road ride. And then Todd and I have swapped positions because they want to demonstrate Watch to Freedom, mm -hmm. which is their ludicrous mode, basically. Um, and it does a whole thing. Like, it heats up the battery packs and it lowers the vehicle. It's not something where you can go to the stoplight and just do it. It, it prepares itself. Well, they worked with uh, Epic, the, co the company that does the gaming, mm -hmm. uh, with the Unreal Engine. And these guys did all the graphics and sounds in the Hummer. So it goes through a whole sequence, which you'll hear here, which you'll hear right here. Yes, yeah. Um, but anyway, they didn't want journalists doing it because of how fast we got on the track. And so there's limitations for visitors driving, you know, whatever. So. He gets. They the, just I, think it's unsafe. I, I, well, they don't want you know unfamiliar people out sure. on their proving grounds driving stupid fast in a prototype vehicle. So Got it. Yeah. anyway, this is Watts to Freedom. Ooh. <laughs> so I got a little There's bit a of full that animation. With it this. looks like we're on the moon. Yeah. Is that we're in a moon base? Is that what we're doing? Yep. So we're lowering. So it has to go through lowering, and then there's like capacitors, or how does it? It release? heats the electronics. That's okay. not my. So now it says uh, I'm getting. Yeah. It says floor it. Are you ready? Sure. Three, two. <laughs> and we're doing 85 miles an hour. Dude, that <laughs> slammed your fat ass wow. into the seat. Whoa. It was actually 3.2 seconds with me on board. Oh, my Lord. So I'm watching. You guys don't know this. So you've got the two, Holman and the driver in the in the front seats, and then there's a PR guy in the back seat uh, just there keeping tabs on things. And when he hits the throttle to the floor, the accelerator, everyone's head bangs the headrest. All right. I'm going to play exactly it Exactly at the same I'm going to play it one more time just because it's so freaking cool. This All time, right. I just want you guys to listen. Well, you got to, if you're, like I said, again, if you're driving, just <laughs> pause it right here. It's pause super the podcast. Cool. Pull over and just listen to this. <laughs> so I got a little bit of so haptic. It looks like we're on the moon. Yeah. Is that we're in a moon base? Is that oh, and doing? pause that. Pause one, here, one second. Before we get to that, I, I guess from what I recall, there's a lot of lunar theme 
uh, throughout the vehicle. Like the speaker grill is the uh, the sea of tranquility. There's moon boots, like in the uh, in the floorboard in the in the mats. Yeah, there's a just just a, a nod to GM's. Um uh, contribution to the Apollo mission and kind of being at the leading edge of technology. So the animations have sort of that stuff. Watch the freedom. The animation is definitely space oriented. It's just the whole thing's just overwhelmingly cool. Well, all, right, all right, so here so we just go listen with, to this. with the sound effects. It's a double tap here. <laughs> so I got a little bit of so haptic. It looks, it looks like we're on the moon. Yeah. Is that we're in a moon base? Is that what we're doing? Yep. So we're lowering. So it has to go through lowering and then there's like capacitors or how does it It release? heats the electronics. That's okay. not my, so now it says, uh, I'm getting, yeah. it says floor it. Are you ready? Sure. Three, two. That was awesome, wow. dude. All three so of you, boom! The driver right now is a TRX. Yeah. So it's like zero sixty like four seconds with all the supercharger yeah. noise yeah. and engine noise. Yeah. And this reminds me of like a GTR or something, but it's so different from a visceral standpoint. Yeah. It's, it's just, just like cool. there's no. It's you just feel you it. Just feel it. Yeah. But it's like the endorphin release yeah. is like your whole body just like a, yeah. it just explodes and you're like, whoo! Like I. Need I'm I'm lucky my heart didn't explode because <laughs> like I'll tell you, it is an endorphin dump, dude, or adrenaline, whatever it Ad is. Adrenaline, just, yes. The whole it just feels like an adrenaline bomb went off inside you. That's that crazy. Have you ever been skydiving? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's almost like, am I gonna pass out during this? Yeah, right. Too many G's and you want those G suits to start breathing to get all the blood in the upper half of my body. That was pretty cool. It's, so that's why, you know, I kind of... And there's no noise. I don't know if I was fully on board with the super truck at yeah. the beginning, but now I'm like, this is a super truck. Like, why not? I mean, it's like, we we can do things in polar opposite directions yeah. that this vehicle should not be capable of doing. Right. I mean, it's it's a heavy-duty size and mass This is basically like a, a technology tour de force. Like, exactly. If, if you check every box on the menu, yeah. this has, whereas you might have future vehicles that get a few of these items or these items are yep. appropriate. This sort of melds all of them in one place. Yep. So it's just, it is. I mean, you shouldn't be able to rock crawl in desert run and then do zero to 60 in 3.1 seconds. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't make sense. And oh we didn't talk about but the ARS, the, you know, the original reason behind Quadrasteer is for towing. Right. And so this, it would be easier for you to get This is the same way. You do not get trailer sway. You get this translation. I mean, yeah. it's like the, and with this horsepower torque, you don't even know the trailer is back there. Sure. So. Oh yeah, this has full driver's hands-off super cruise as standard. So fill it off, just hands off, chill, and it'll do super cruise with the trailer. Uh, just that's just and, too much. And it'll even like he's explaining here how it, it'll do lane passing for you too. 
How does it know you want to pass? Because somebody's going slow in front of you. Right? Yeah. So wait, it'll just automatically pass them? It's on, on Super Cruise. On roads that are mapped. Yeah. And Super Cruise is what speed? All like, of them. Like what range? How fast All will it All of super? them. Oh my God. I'm starting to slow down. It would automatically. Yeah. No, I mean, you're just sitting here going. And it just automatically goes around that person. And comes yeah. back in. So can you say if the speed limit is 60, can you go, I want to be at 65? Yeah. I never thought I'd be a huge Super Cruise fan, but I, yeah. I'm like, oh man. So I don't want it to take the steering wheel on my hand, where I would love Super Cruise, the only place. It's a slippery slope for me, and I love driving. Yeah. Because my commute to work or something exactly. like that, where I can get some time back. It's like, if I'm going to Northern Michigan, yeah. it's not a driving experience. I-75, right. it's like, yeah. I, wanna, I need to kill three hours to get... And this I could perfect. I could be, you know, answering emails. Or yeah, you gotta... This, is, this system's... Pretty protective against that. You know, yeah. it's it's watching eyes. It's so this one is still a driver has to be able to. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But it's still, I feel it's safer because you are you're attentive to yeah. everything around you because yeah. you don't have to focus on the immediate on the need thing, of yeah. right. So well, and some of the vehicles that have sort of the lower levels of, of automation, I've had my like my thumb on the steering wheel. So maybe it's a car that has. Lane keep assist that steers for you, but it yeah, doesn't yeah, lane centering. Well, that's yeah, what I yeah. That's how I drive off Oh yeah, so this is the end of the ride, basically, where Todd takes it and completely roosts this road. <laughs> There's rain the night before. And he's just firing roosts of uh, of dirt behind the rear tires as we're going sideways. Was he pelting cameramen? Uh I I if there were cameramen, I didn't see him, they were all blur on the outside. Okay. So you want to hang it out? <laughs> truck's truck's not coming in to say you can't do that. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, that just felt like oh, oh, rear wheel drive. But then as soon as you it just pulled, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just pulls you out of it if you want to be done with yeah, it. Yeah, we it's it's not a drift mode, but <laughs> pretty much lets you drift. <laughs> that sound that rah rah rah. <laughs> it's so rad. And there's that sound again coming in. Yeah. I like it. To me, it's yeah. it's kind of like okay. It's like sort of this electric, but almost there's some ice warble to it. Yeah, it's yeah. like <laughs> it just it's it's not in your face, but you can still feel like yeah. something. I don't know, muscular is happening. It's, or it's like steering. Everyone likes effort a certain way or not. Yeah. It's, so it's it's subjective, but I think we did found a fairly good. Yeah. Some people oh, it's too quiet. Yeah, it's too loud. Yeah. Well, when you get half the people saying it's too quiet, half the people saying it's, it's too loud, perfect. it's exactly where you need it. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Wow. So that is Pretty super cool. So what's your current title now? Development engineer? Or? Performance engineer, ride and handling. Okay. And then we have the... Uh, Power front. Uh, so, there we go. Oh, check that out. Development truck. <laughs> yes. So the front just opened for you automatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just there's a button and the front opens. Gotcha. And we're joking about development truck because like you have to press a button a couple times or whatever. And it's yeah. like, by the way, this this one had eight thousand five hundred miles on it. Dang. And if you look at the rear window, there's a Moab sticker. This is one of the ones that went to Moab to go prove it out. So for a development truck, this thing had some real world miles on it. Yeah. So. And. Pro 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 gate yeah. in the back, all that kind of stuff. Um, these are super easy. 
Um, we sell an accessory, we call them pizza boxes. Yep. So these, these things here are literally super light. Just take them out. Yeah. And the T-bar comes out. So you can do, oh, wow. you can do full open air up front. That'll be cool. And with the pizza boxes, you can bring them with you. You just take them out, just you take got them a place for them? Yep. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. Holman, although you spoke a fair amount there in that piece, overall, the sense was Holman speechless. <laughs> um, again, um, I don't think you need to say again. No, stop, stop. I, just, I, I think that you said everything that needed to be said in that piece. Maybe. You were impressed. I don't think we need a recap. That was awesome. 25 minutes of awesome. I, I don't. Th I, I hope that some What of other that... podcast is giving you that well, kind of I, stuff? No, none. Zero. Zero. No. And, oh. and this is behind the scenes. Like, this is... This is the raw footage from a GoPro. It's not the edited footage that went on a, a pretty video on Motorton's YouTube channel. It's not an edited piece that that lives on you know uh, fourwheeler.com or motortrend.com or anything like that. It, this is what a day. At, it's almost like a ride along day at work with me. You know, I got invited out to a proving grounds. Well, to, without the chili dogs, yeah, and the to smell. get into a, uh, a, a prototype future vehicle with an engineer and just to learn about it. And that's to, to bring that to you guys is a real treat for me because no, it's, there's no like take your daughter to work day or anything in what I do, right? I do a lot of cool stuff, but it's always two layers removed by the time most people get to see it or hear it. So to have GM record the whole thing and for me to be able to share it with you guys is really cool because it kind of gives you like that backside of water behind the scenes that you might not normally think of, I guess. And the other thing is it just goes to show you the GM engineers how much they're thinking about the, the experience. Not just about the hardware. Obviously, the hardware is awesome, but the experience is uh, pretty pretty rad. I mean, that look, you're gonna the the early adopters are gonna get the Hummer, and they're gonna pick up their friends immediately, right? You got to go for a ride, and it's that sensation that's gonna go from one person to the next. Then they're gonna go home, have dinner with their their family and kids, or whatever, and go. I just went with Bob in this crate in the craziest car ever, and that is gonna. That's going to propagate. It's going to go through and and and, and guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing. Like it's just they knew that it had to give a very human feel. And you got to go back to like Apple, right? Steve Jobs said this phone has to feel good in your hands. Well, and he also said the technology has to disappear, and not get in the way. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and this is a way where the technology is there helping you, but it's you're not so isolated from the real world uh, like you are in other vehicles. It's just uh, it's, I, I hope you guys appreciated that. I know it was a little bit long. But I really wanted you to experience the vehicle in its entirety in the same way that I did. And uh, I, I, hope, I hope you appreciated it. I did. Thank you. All right. It's five-star hotline time. Oh, come on and be part of the show. Call the five-star hotline. 657-205-6105. It's the five-star hotline. Five-star hotline. 657-205-6105 is the number. Hot Rod, Light Show. This is your longtime fan hymn, Rich up in Hollister. Of course, I listen to the end of every podcast. So, of course, I would have to... Because that's what we do. And that's why we love. I just put my seatbelt on. Five stars as always, and... Uh, you two freaking rock. Five star review. Five star. That's 
to our uh, friend Rich Holdaway and to you, Rich, I salute you and say, it's not as good as your outtake. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, so uh, just got a question about my truck. Um, the 2000... Uh, <laughs> yeah. His wasn't as good as my outtake either. No. <laughs> That's the real one, right? There. <laughs> or this one. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. I don't even know. So, Lightning, since you're always uh, you know, referring to your, I don't know, California pompousness music stuff from k-rock back in the day every single time that you do the intro for dz and you say d double e z double e it reminds me of a country song by garth Brooks and george jones called beer run the song it goes b double e double r you win yeah that's what pops into my head every single time you say that have a good one guys I would say I would look up that song, but uh, I'm not a fan of country music, so I'll pass on that. <laughs> I, I'm aware of that song. 657-205-6105, five-star hotline. Hey, guys, it's Colby. Uh, just calling in again to, you guys were discussing, you know, revisiting the truck, uh, what what makes a truck. And so uh, my little two cents on that uh, has to do with, I think you guys are kind of going on the same track, like towing uh, capabilities, because... When it comes down to it, the difference between what makes a car and a truck is like, uh, you know, a truck becomes a tool for you to accomplish something uh, besides just going from point A to point B, right? Like, you, you're just going from A to B, a car on the highway will get you there. Uh, you know, you use your truck for, for hauling stuff or uh, for maybe having fun off-road, that type of thing. And so right now, I think we have, you know, five categories that really determine whether that truck is or, or that vehicle uh, can be maybe off-road capable. Um, but when it comes to, like, having an open bed, I don't think that that's a, a, a classification of it because, you know, there's lots of SUVs, there's lots of, you know, Suburbans and, and Explorers, stuff like that, that that you can tow with. And I think that should be part of it, you know, a towing rating or, the you know, stuff that comes from the factory with a, with a standard tow uh, receiver. Um, that could be another qualifier that that you could, you could add in there because, I mean, if we just say, like, oh, if it has an open bed, then it's a pickup, uh, like, kind of like what Lightning was saying. Well, then every Kia Metro that I see that is missing a trunk lid, I guess, is now considered a pickup truck. I don't know. I think there definitely needs to be, and I don't know the ratings or the percentages or whatnot, but there definitely needs to be some sort of payload or towing capabilities qualifier that you could add on there. Uh, will that make Honda Ridgeline uh, a truck? I don't know. But, you know, a mullet is still a good-looking haircut, so I don't know. <laughs> anyway, have a good one, guys. Bye. Uh, uh, I'm going back nope. to uh, crossover pickup. Yeah, I'm liking that. Yeah, I, the, the thing about towing is uh, the, the Ridgeline can tow, but not a, a lot. But where is that line? I, I saw I a uh, Lexus RX350 towing a... Uh, a ski boat on the 22 yesterday and went, it's an odd pairing. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, they put too many tow hitches on SUVs when they, and they shouldn't. People with, 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 with SUVs shouldn't tow. 
And I mean the smaller SUVs. <laughs> you mean the crossover SUVs? Yeah, well, well, I mean like you're getting you're, t- you're getting to some crazy territory well, right let me, now. Let me just say, all right. So um, I mean, so so I went with okay. my brother. Hold on, hear me out. I'm wait, I'm I'm listening. Went with my brother. Yes, yeah. the Sunday down to because he's he's got a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a freaking Is Mercedes. Is it a London also? Nope, it's not. Okay. Went down. Oh, by the way, they're buying back my car. So anyway, are they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to take it. It wasn't fixed, was it? Uh, it was not fixed. Oh, nope, so your years. whole your whole deal where you said it was fixed. All I know is that after we recorded the last podcast, yeah. my wife got a call from corporate, uh-huh. and they say uh, we've been authorized to purchase your vehicle back. Uh, so is it full full tilt? I don't know that part. We don't know yet, and she's waiting for another call to say you're gonna have to buy another one of the same. And so what we did is we drove the same model. Yeah, because it's the first year that right. has a and did that bang. Sure did. So you're not getting one of those. So nope. what are you replacing it with? We have to, there, there is a 48 volt, um, they call it EQ uh, boost. And we, mild, I think. Mild hybrid. It's a mild hybrid. And yeah. I think that's what's banging. I think yeah. that is what it is not be. engaging. So and sh- so I want to, if we are forced to stay within the MB family. No, you're not forced to. On Lemon Law? No, they buy it back. That's it. Well, done, you wash well, your hands of them. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the deal yet, and maybe I don't haven't, buy I, another one of those. I've never cars. gone through this. So, but I we were we went down another look because I have to buy something. I wouldn't feel comfortable buying another car with that mild hybrid. Yeah. I would buy another one like a, a standard V8 or whatever, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, all the SUVs on the lot have finding one of those. Yeah, I know all the all the all the uh, the SUVs had had tow hitches on them, and I'm th- and I'm thinking these people. Because Mercedes drivers are not good drivers, at least in Newport Beach, where they sell a ton of these things. Mm. They should not be having towing anything. They got no business towing anything. Yeah, I. Um, I'm, no, do you disagree? Uh, no, I. I uh, that wheelbase is way too short in these things. No, it to depends be what you're towing, though. Depends how much. Uh, it depends what you're towing. I realize if they're towing one of those little tiny U-Haul trailers, those nothing, little, little, no, tiny. nothing should tow those. Those are horrible, <laughs> no matter what it is. All right, so uh, I would say I'd give you another update, but uh, I feel like you're you're uh, you don't like me telling the uh, these stories. No, so. I'd, I'd like to hear when you're miserable. <laughs> more important, well, more importantly, I want to know what you're going to replace it with. You've almost learned your lesson, but I know you're going to go back to the same well. Yeah, you're right. I am. <laughs> the truck show. The truck show. The truck show. Oh, oh. All right, well, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you definitely want to give us a call, 657-205-6105. It is the five-star hotline, or you can reach us uh, via email, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Know what you're thinking, and uh, tell us which one is uh, more awesome, me or Lightning. Uh, the answer is Lightning. That's a, that's the correct answer. Now, the Holman puts in the work. He goes out and gets uh, interviews, and he drives Hummers, and uh, yep. he's the first to sit in these vehicles and uh-huh. these trucks and bring it to you but I think that I'm the I'm the glue that holds this show together you know what I'm saying uh, and, and sometimes you gotta thank the glue you gotta hold the glue in your hand and go yeah. I love you glue and, nope. and kiss the label no, no you, you Elmer, hold the glue and then your fingers are forever bonded together well, and then to tear the glue apart it rips the fingerprints right on off your I'm finger. not talking about super glue I'm, I'm oh you're I'm just paste. really bad water based glue that falls apart when you wash your hands yeah I'm I'm, I'm the paste that, uh, that kindergartners okay. eat you know yeah. what I mean let's, let's hope it doesn't and uh, rain on the show. Yeah. Or my shugu. I'm the stuff that Are you like, shugu? I'm shugu because it... No, you're Flex Seal. Oh, I love Flex Seal. <laughs> yeah. 
What's the guy? What's Flex Steel guy's name? I don't remember. I'm, I'm. Oh my God, my kids are obsessed with him. How can I re- not remember? Yeah. I, oh, I'm Phil Phil Swift for Flex Seal. <laughs> and I made a, a screen door into a, a boat. Into <laughs> <laughs> a boat. God, we spent an entire Saturday night watching all the Flex Seal videos. Oh, they are so. And great. then you went out to Home Depot and bought Flex Seal because no, you're I, like, you have to. I, I didn't have to. I own them. I, when I was at Off Road Expo, they gave me samples. <laughs> there you go. Yep, I have a Flex Seal in a in a spray can. Fle- I have Flex, Flex Seal in a uh, in a paint can, yep. Flex Seal in a uh, cock gun. Oh, I love Flex Seal. I don't even like Flex Seal. I've never even used it. It's in the can. I love Phil Swift. That's a lot of damage! <laughs> Why, by the way, that should be one of your uh, quotes in your jingle that you're going to make of yourself. That's a lot of damage? Hey, listen, guys. If you guys want to uh, check in with us on social, at LBC Lighting, at Sean P. Holman, we mm-hmm. are the at Truck Show podcast. Whether you do it by the phone, whether you do it by email, whether you uh, do it by social, Encourage Lightning to play some of his old radio days because if he's going to make a uh, quote unquote Western song of my oofs and spiffs and drops and mm. things like that, he he's got to embarrass himself <laughs> on the show more. I mean, in a different way than he normally does. But you guys, I'm telling you, I embarrass myself every single you, episode. You want to hear him in his early days of radio? Mm. Do they? Yes, guys. He thinks you don't. At least that's what he always tells me. No, nobody wants to hear that. Please change his mind. You guys need to hear the gem that is early days of lightning. All right, listen. Here's what we actually need. We need you guys to leave a five-star review. So go to the Apple Podcast app and scroll on down to wherever that button is and leave us a five-star review. And, and leave and, us a message telling telling you. us uh, that you want lightning to play old clips. No, 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 no. Don't put that in there because it won't make any sense to people. We It we will make sense new, to people. No, listen. They want to hear. Stop talking The people for a have spoken. Jesus, stop. The people have spoken, Lightning. I want them to give a legitimate five-star review, something that's funny that will encourage new listeners yes. who have yet to partake of our show uh-huh. to sample it. Okay, that's great. Anyway, don't care about that right now. <laughs> what I want is for people to encourage you to do something fun with your flubs or yeah, your blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, Nissan, for uh, putting up with us for uh, a really long time. If you're in the this market- This place blows. <laughs> no, it does not. This place is awesome. Every week. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, listen, if, uh, if heat was uh, an awesome scale- If heat was an awesome scale? Yeah, this would be the most awesome show ever because it is hot as freaking nuts in oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is incredible. I'm ready to go, but we- You got- need to start being like me and wearing a headband. You know what I mean? Like I'm Are you wearing a headband? I don't see it. I, I'm doing, Just imagine <laughs> okay, I'm wearing a headband. Wait, okay. Do you have leg warmers also? <laughs> I do not. Okay, listen. If you guys are in a really hot studio like we are, and you are- Why would they be in a hot studio? Just go with me. Okay. If you're in a really hot studio like mm-hmm. we are, and you need a reprieve from this type of uh, horrid environment- you want to pick up a new Nissan Frontier that has ice-cold air conditioning, which is what I'm going to be in on my way home because I can barely stand the studio right now. The 2022 Nissan Frontier, killer truck, best standard horsepower in what's class. The, what's the green? The, the, tactical green. Tactical green. Tactical green. Can I see it in the daylight? How long are you going to have uh, this? I have it for a week. <gasps> yeah, there's a chance. Can you bring it up to work so we can have lunch and I can... Do some other stuff to it, <laughs> so I can borrow it for a few hours. Uh, I don't please? know about that. Please, huh? You yeah, know what please. you can do? You can go buy your own at your local Nissan dealer, or nope, head over to nope. Nissan USA. I want to borrow your tactical By the green way, frontier. Tactical green is not the only color. You can check it out on the website, build and price it, make it perfect, just like your own. NissanUSA.com.
And while you're surfing the net, you should head over to DuraLastParts.com. Why, Holman? Because they offer tools that have lifetime guarantees. That's yep. why. They also have batteries and parts and suspension parts and you had no wheel I, bearings listen, and listen, you got spark plugs. Hold on a second. You've all been into an auto zone, right? You've waltzed into an auto zone, but you probably didn't realize that half of those parts in there were Duralast. And that most of those parts are made by the same people who make your OE parts. So AutoZone parts are premium pieces that are equal or better to OE, so you can have faith and trust that that part is going to serve you for a long time, be reliable, and be exactly what you need to get your old truck back on the road. You want to head on down to your local AutoZone or go to DuralastParts.com. And one final destination online while you're there before you close your laptop or your uh, your iPhone or Android is BillStein.com because BillStein has an insane catalog. I think they cover pretty much every vehicle on the road. Is that fair to say? Uh, I would say that there is a large majority of vehicles, likely whatever you're driving, Bilstein has shocks for you. Whether you're looking for direct replacement, performance, leveling kits, or even race parts, Bilstein has what you need. They developed the monotube and introduced them all the way back in 1955. Hey, you can get Toyota upper control arms. You can get 8100 direct fit bypass and smooth body shocks for your JL or JT. Or if you're in the market for a new truck like a Nissan Frontier Titan, Pro 4X models come straight from the factory with Bilstein's. What if I bought a Bronco? Uh, if you bought the new Bronco, yeah. it's got Bill Steins from the factory. If you get the Sasquatch package on it. What if I bought uh, an OJ Bronco? Well, they got you covered there too. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, BillStein.com. Holman, I'm starving. What do you think about uh, going to In-N-Out? Do you drive all by? Uh, yeah, we can do that. I think there's uh, copious amounts of uh, room for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Frontier even comes standard with hamburger holders. What? I didn't see anything like that in there. Why don't, why don't you just use the, the cup holder? Why would you use a cup holder to hold a hamburger? That's that's weird, dude. <laughs> the Truck Show Podcast is a production of Motor Trend Group. This podcast was created and produced by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan of the Truck Show Podcast, we encourage you to visit and patronize our sponsors. 